Lisa Dwyer, and we have two special guests on this episode of Graveyard Smash. Please introduce yourselves. <laughs> I am Melanie Murphy. And? And I'm Brian Sky. And so the movie we are reviewing today is The Babadook. 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 Or Il Babaduque, if you're of the Italian persuasion. Yeah. You know, if you haven't seen the movie, there will be some spoilers. We will reveal the end of the movie. So you should definitely watch this one. Like... Definitely watch this one. Like, other movies, I'm like, you don't have to see it. But, like, this one, definitely watch it. Yeah, definitely watch it. Most definitely. So, the movie begins with a car accident. Uh, It is a flashback. Yeah, it's pretty kind of like masterfully shot it's really scary like it's a it's uh i was gonna say point of view shot but it's not it's just we're deep in on like amelia's face as she's like being spun around in this horrific car accident well, it like grabs you right away like this movie would never work if it didn't grab your attention all the time yeah this movie gets you like right from the beginning it's like holy shit what what is going on like and then it's like oh this is a horrific car wreck it's a very violent <laughs> car accident uh yeah so she wakes up and it turns out she has a little like seven-year-old and he's he's making uh monster fighting weapons to fight monsters <laughs> It's going through that point in all young boys' lives where they're really into fighting monsters. I feel like a lot of us go through this. We're, they're really obsessed with monsters. Yeah, he's definitely, Samuel's definitely obsessed with monsters. He's I was too, it. like around that age. I remember we were in Boston. We were ha- touring the house of the Seven Gables. I was like, I don't remember how often I brought up that I told people I was a werewolf. But I remember <laughs> I brought it up that, like, it was like the tour guide. Like, and so this was, you know, the, the sitting room or whatever. And I was like, yeah, and just so you guys know, and she said, we know, you're a werewolf. And everyone laughed. <laughs> I have a distinct memory, like, I said it enough that everyone was like, yeah, this kid, he talks about yeah. being a werewolf a lot. But I think, in ch- like, I went through a period of a year, my mom said that I didn't answer to anything except Rainbow Bright. Like, I really <laughs> thought I was Rainbow Bright, I had the horse, I had a vivid, like, we were going on adventures. I think it's like a common escapist child yeah. fantasy. Especially if your mom's nuts with it. Like, it's like, <laughs> she is troubled. Well, her, well, her, I feel like her whole deal the whole time is that she's very isolated. Like, yeah. victimhood, oh, yeah. victimhood isolates you. If you pay attention to anybody who talks to her, they cannot relate to her. Or she's no, like pushed they, them away so hard. They feel, well, they feel bad for her, but they... The way they handle it is to kind of ignore her. You know? Yeah, my, that mild neglect. They can't deal with her problems. <laughs> we don't want to you know? offend. Yeah, yeah, people got their own shit to do with too. And you yeah. have to like think. Of, I feel like you have to look at Samuel's character through the lens of he spent all seven years of his life with a woman who is, like, is pushing him away yeah. and is isolating herself from everything she can. And she's, she's also right. been like through one of the most horrific things I can blames him probably a little bit too yeah right yeah. so like of course well, he's gonna make up his own yeah, things too so, like, so, so to be clear because um, her husband died on the way driving her to the hospital to give birth to her son right so her yeah. son knows the idea of the father but no no details about him because no one's yeah. spoken about him no one talks about him and right. he's, his and mother he's, doesn't acknowledge him all his details are in the basement where he's not allowed to go yeah right <laughs> yeah, so he's I just wish there was more symbolism in this movie. It's a pretty straightforward horror movie. Straightforward. A monster shows up, right. terrorizes a small family, and you know, yeah, no symbolism. That's like, pretty much like, it. Yeah, like Godzilla. Like no symbolism. Right. Yeah. Just a straightforward monster movie. Right. It's like yeah, there was a nuclear war, and then Godzilla shows up a few years later. No connection. No. <laughs> 
So, no, you really feel for her, like, because the kid gets in bed with her, and she's trying really hard to be this, like, loving mother, but she's so she can't take exhausted it. and irritated and, like, kind of just super on edge, like, the whole time. Even, like, before she really starts to lose it, you like, know? She, and then we find out she works at the old folks' home, like, the retirement home. And the dementia war, which is the most isolating thing, because you cannot relate to anybody. Right. Yeah. Well, and like I mean, I've worked in a dementia ward, like doing like heating and air conditioning work there, and I, I had this thought, just like kind of a side note, like I felt bad too because like they had all these like you know these stiffs and crazies and stuff. They kind of wheel them in a room and they played like show tunes from like the forties, and like so like you know fifty years from now or something, like are they gonna play like Limp Bizkit? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe like that fucking Metallica. Whatever would like, soothe you. I'd be moving my head like kill me, kill me, like yeah, shit. When she's when she's at her job for the first When she's at her job for the first time and we see her it's like the first time you kind of see the downfall of like she brings that woman tea and she's yeah. like milk just like you like it and she's like I don't fucking want milk. Yeah. So she can't even get that right. So you start to see and it's a theme that repeats where she's kind of fucking up at her like it's affecting yeah. her life her yeah. grief is affecting her life her job performance no, and I think she, she does well, it like right. it's just like every interaction she has with people is a fail like it's just like doesn't work out for her even on a basic level like I'm except, not satisfied yeah with what you do for me yeah. <laughs> like, you know Except what? I was going to say, except Robbie. Robbie, who works with her. Yeah. yeah he's trying. And she's, she's shutting him out. Robbie is, I, Robbie's pretty dreamy. I feel like Robbie mm-hmm. symbolizes health. Yeah. He yeah. brings her flowers. It's the only color that's in the house. That's later. But when he yeah. talks to her, he, he looks at her and he's like, you need to take the day off. Like, he's mm. he's someone who who gets that she's in a tough spot and sees her and speaks to her not yeah. just like a nuisance like her yeah. sister talks to her like it's been seven years why are you over Jesus, it get over sister. it and, he's yeah. like, and he sort of is the only character that, yeah, that he, well her neighbor too but I, her, I, I feel yeah. like oh, her neighbor's yeah. different because she can't oh, offer much Right, because of the Parkinson's. Because yeah. <laughs> she's a Parkinson's. Because she's old. And <laughs> she's right. like, she's like one step away from being on that stage. She's a foot in the grave. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna. Amelia's gonna be bringing her tea yeah. in a couple. Also, of months. that dude <laughs> wants to get a piece of that. Sure, oh, 100 percent. Well, and seven years without. I mean, there's that scene of her attempting to. Masturbate, which is not that attractive. And when I first saw it, I was like, oh, shit. Like, oh, it's so edgy and controversial. But really, you think, like, if you haven't felt the touch of a man yeah. or anyone in seven years, it seemed like it was a rare occasion that she even got time to do that. And yeah. even that's interrupted by, by her, her dumbass kid. <laughs> you know, so Robbie's, like, maybe a welcome. Yeah. Oh, on male attention. Yeah, but she Definitely. like doesn't have enough room in her life for him. You know. Well, she doesn't know how to deal with it. She reminds me of when I was a like a teenager, and girls would be like saying things to me that indicated they're attracted to me, but I didn't know how to respond yeah. to it, and I just kind of like turned my face to the side. But I was like, "Oh, that's that's nice of you to say." <laughs> I'm gonna go right in my trapper keeper right now. <laughs> my I, panic I'm gonna go, boner. I'm gonna go put on my <laughs> red and stinky shirt and have a panic boner. <laughs> you need to like she doesn't like it doesn't compute for her she's like like that's again it's her she's all isolated yeah. positive interaction doesn't, well, like, doesn't uh, process like, the fir- yeah the first half of this movie you're hard in Amelia's perspective and her daily existence is a living nightmare yeah. <laughs> she does not sleep 
She does not get a fucking minute of peace. Yeah. This kid is constantly yelling about monsters and throwing fits and screaming and being like ostracized and embarrassing her socially. Yeah. Well, without getting too deep into it, too, I wonder because this kid's seven. Is that what it's been like the last seven years, or something coming to a head now? Where this, I don't think it's the, the beginning of this movie is now. Something's thinking, changing. I was thinking about that too. I think things were not good before. I think things just are coming to a head. But, yeah. but why? Why now? What? What's? What is this person? What's the? What's the director or storyteller telling us about this character? I mean, at a certain point, things just get. I mean. For one thing, the kid's getting to be seven, and he's living in a house like this, and so now he builds traps for monsters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a symbol, the seven year, too, is like, I mean, this might be an old wives' tale, but I've always heard that seven years is like the renewal of all your cells, right? Like, everything in your oh, body recycles in seven years. You're a new person seven years from now. So if you're stuck... And she's and still holding on to this grief. time to move on. Yeah, I was trying to think about what the seven is, because they refer to him as six sometimes, and yeah. then seven's coming up, and... And like, what like is a, it? It's, it's like seven's a magic number. Yeah. Like it's always in like yeah. You know, there's seven. Lamps but haven't you heard that right? That like yeah, you, yeah. You yeah. basically. No, that's interesting. That I think that's really. Show, like, it's probably know. on the. Note. But it, it's like seven son of a seven son. You know that. Well, I there's probably probably a reason for that thinking, and it's not an accident that it's been seven years in the movie. Oh yeah, like and it is brought up a lot that it's coming up on seven years. Definitely. I mean, it could also be part of their. Loose indictment of the education system. That <laughs> now we have made a two-person decision to give your kid an IEP and a monitor, which is a legal document and a proceeding that requires several people's consent. Like, and it's like, well, take him to another school. It's like, yep, all that works. That's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know too much about New Zealand's education system. Well, when when they were mm-hmm. in that meeting with the school but, board, I always saw the school board; those two people as representing like. The institutions of society, right? Sure. Like, this is the way that we have chosen t- to deal with your child or deal with your problem. Yeah. Yeah, the boy also. That, again, the like, like... And she says to him, don't call him the boy. Which is, yeah. <laughs> His name is Samuel, which is the same thing Oscar says to her in the basement at the end. He says, bring me the boy. Oh, right. yeah. You mean Samuel? So she, when you refer to the boy, that takes out, like, her son... You know, she hasn't been able to relate to him or love him as her son yeah. until afterwards. So yeah. they keep referring him as a boy, and she's like, no, call him Samuel. That's mm-hmm. his name. Yeah. That's a good catch. Yeah. On a very related note, I had a third grade teacher who didn't like that I was into stuff like chainsaws and vampires. <laughs> she told my parents that, and, like, my parents are pretty good people. Like, they weren't a single mom, who, a, a widower, and they were like, Yes, we better listen to this woman. It's like awful for me. My parents are like, that Beetlejuice cartoon you like, you can't watch anymore. It's too grim. <laughs> this will fix you. Yeah. Because like, cause I, I used to write like short stories for extra credit for like my secondary teacher. She just liked them. She thought they were cool. It was always about like... Well, she was into chainsaws. Right. Well, she was into like... Yeah, it was always about like me like with like two swords fighting dudes like I was like yeah not one sword two like I thought that was really cool and my third grade teacher was like this is like disgusting and my parents were like "Mm, better listen to her if she's a teacher (laughs) well yeah like I mean that's a that's a good point is that that age group teachers get to enforce their personality on you like when you're when you're more of a teenager like you've got you got some saying things, but right. like, yeah, you have like even less than no yeah. rights when you're seven. Like. Well, well, yeah, and some bitchy teacher is gonna like bring your, you know, dart gun contraption that you've made. And you're like, this <laughs> mm-hmm. isn't allowed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, which is like, yes, practically, yes, I understand your point. 
<laughs> but like, I have an army of children to indoctrinate, and how am I supposed to deal with your one kid? At the same time, <laughs> you look at what this kid has made, like... Isn't there part like? Isn't there also like? Let's set this aside, the danger factor aside for a second, and just point out that this kid is a fucking genius. <laughs> yeah, that fucking contraption, that, you know? that ball contraption. Yeah, that's difficult. Yeah, to make. He's, he's like made, that's what basically what a compound ball. For those is. of you who haven't seen the film, he makes like a compound, like he a makes series of weapons. He makes yeah. a, a shoulder catapult. Shoulder catapult that launches croquet balls. <laughs> <laughs> that's all he can do. And, and a hand crossbow. Like yeah. they didn't have that. Shit until Elizabethan right. England. Yeah. <laughs> it's all it's all like it works very well. It's easy to aim. And is made with piecemeal material. Yeah. It's, it's and really their solution impressive. is we're gonna separate him from the from yeah. the rest of the class. Let's make him less weird by separating him. A commentary on Western <laughs> yeah. medical, like, yeah. like, oh, yeah. you're different? We're gonna separate you. Because I, so. I always thought people from New Zealand were nuts. So, like, Is it Australian or were they New Zealand? I think they're from Australian. New Zealand. But okay. All the people was, in that whole part of the world are nuts. I was actually, I was listening to... <laughs> Like no, Dan, but like Dan in a good way. Does, do not represent. Yeah, but, yeah, no, in a good way, like because like I I was listening to like this other podcast and like World War One, and they were like, the guy was like, yeah, he asked like some guy who was like a World War One event. He was like, who were like the bravest soldiers? Like, oh, definitely people from like Australia, and New Zealand, like really? Because he's like they're nuts. He's like we'd be getting shelled, and they just start laughing. Like, oh, it's it's <laughs> country of origin says Australia and Canada. You will ride eternal, shiny and chrome. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. So, a lot more Mad Max drops we can do. <laughs> to be noted, and maybe we can talk about it later. Yeah, hand crossbows so particularly. Jennifer Kent wrote and directed it, and it's also produced by two women, which is rare in film in general to and have three which, women at the helm. And as a blind four. experiment, I feel like you tell guys that beforehand, and they go, okay, let me get this past my radar. <laughs> but I just watched this movie on Jim's recommendation, and I was yeah. like, oh, fuck, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which which, like, you know, shows that I'm pretty cool sexually, you know. <laughs> ladies ladies like, call in. But no, I think, like, but I think, like, it's... Everyone Brian Sky is single. Listeners. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, he's totally into... Find me on the internet. He's okay with it's women uh, holding jobs. Call one hundred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when I drove in, six four six easy or something? Yeah. Right before she starts, yeah. you know, trying to, you know, pound the sniz with the... No, nine eight hundred, yes. Uh, oh, yeah, I think you're right. I think it was easy. Yeah, I saw an, an, an interview with Kent, too, that said she learned filmmaking through Lars Van Trier. She saw Dancer in the Dark, yeah. which I saw as a young film student at the now-defunct Sony Arts Theater by Columbia. But I remember seeing that movie on Halloween when it came out and being, like, tearful and emotional about Bjork and all her <laughs> glory. But she saw that movie and then was like, I want to learn filmmaking from Lars Van Trier. Wrote him a letter and that's how she got on the set of Dogville and that's how she learned. So it's kind of like a totally different path than I think yeah. a lot of male directors have had. But she says John Carpenter was mm-hmm. an influence of the thing, which was a podcast here. What was yeah. the other one yeah, that You I could saw? see that in the in the possession scenes toward the end. Oh, oh she said David Lynch too was her favorite director of all time, which I see a lot of like Lynch... Yeah, except that there's, like, uh, good acting in this movie. <laughs> 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 so he's like, uh, you're a good actor. It's kind of weird. Cal McLaughlin in Blue Velvet? Come on. Yeah, no, he's a he's a good actor. He acts weird in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw that movie too young. It really sucks. Like, not emotionally mature enough to hide again. Fuck that shit. Pass blue ribbon. It's right. the best fucking line in that movie. But as a lady, don't you see some of the... Um, 
this is maybe just for Elise, but we're both of us are not mothers yet, maybe. But the the motherhood, like all the things you see in film, it's like you're supposed to love your child unconditionally. Yes. You're supposed to, and this is something I that really, really I appreciated how much of a struggle it was for her to treat her child well. Like, and that's, and I don't think that that. I mean, I can't speak to it from experience, but. I'm sure that well, that's... But, but on, like, a related note, too, though, like, from everyone's perspective, like, remember when, like, you're a kid, you're just, like, my parents, they, they like, took a class or something, and it's, like, you get older, you're, like, you're just flying yeah. through their pants, like, they're just people. Like, yeah, like, well, well, that's, too, like, the thing I feel like is a big difference, now that you point out, like, who who's writing it, is that, like, when men write... Like when I when I see poor female characters written by men, they always want things to not happen. They want their children to not do things because it's not safe. They want mm. their men to not go away to war because it's not safe. Or they they just want their worlds to be under control. But They're protecting her, safety and security. Yeah, and she's just like, no, no, no. I want to fucking be happy. Can you just stop mentioning this so I can just try and be happy and just yeah. deal? Like she's trying to deal with her own shit. Like she draw you draw the audience into dealing with the characters' problems. Rather than just looking, watching her view the world as a big problem to well, solve. And I liked it too because she's shown as very human and she's not, they're, they're showing her flaws as human and she's, you're so deeply in her perspective early in the film yeah. that you totally relate to everything she's going through. Usually if you have a flawed mother in a film or in a TV show, it's the bad guy, you know? And, and they're yeah. totally insane. Yeah, and, like, and you well, don't like, like, to them at like all. She beats her children. Or you yeah, see... It's like a mommy dearest situation. But I think, like, just throw this out here, I think this movie, though, does create a lot of the impression that her madness is created by herself. Yeah. Her own, oh, like, yeah. pain yeah. that she can't deal with. A- absolutely. But um, I like that it's, but it, it, you know, it, it's not shown in a way that is um, demonized or like you don't feel like she's wrong. Like she, you oh, see, she's, like she's oh yeah, yeah, sure, you feel, yeah. Like, you feel I felt pity for her. Like, yeah, I see her failing oh, as a oh, parent. God, yeah. there's such the, like I said that. this too watching it. There are some scenes where I look at her face and mm-hmm. I just. I want to weep. Like, it's yeah. like the hardest thing. Like, it made me cry when I was six, and it makes me cry now to yeah. see people look like she looked. I, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. The second time I watched this, I, cry. I definitely <laughs> cried. With you guys, I was, like, trying to be macho and not cry. But well, and we were distracting yeah, like, ourselves enough with dogs super and emotional. shit. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, like, you guys have adorable dogs. <laughs> so, yeah. Very misbehaved. Uh, kind of moving around. Like, so, um, the one night, like, her and her kid, like, um... He's like, oh, mommy, read me a story. Hey, can I pick the book thing? She's like, yeah, sure. Who gives a shit? You know, it's like going to be Hoffman Pod versus, you know, the cat in the hat. And he pulls out this book called The Babadook, which he's never seen. It's called like, Mr. Babadook. Mr. Babadook. She doesn't really question it. Nope. Yeah. She's like, where did that come where from? Where did this come from? He said it's on the shelf. And she's like, cool. <laughs> yeah, you know, but like, it's like, I don't know how about them, but like for me, like I would get like a lot of like hand-me-down like kids books for, like my cousins and shit. And like. Right. Yeah, but I mean. Yeah, well, it's questionable though. Well, I mean, it's not like it's like plot I would hole. Question it a it's, like, more, it's like it's like what sure. is, that means something because it's been her and him in that house. Oh for yeah, seven no, years. For might sure. I drop a theory? Right. Drop a theory. She Number wrote, one, she wrote the book. That's oh. one of my theories. That's why she's she not surprised by it. Yeah. She says to her sister, Later. friends, she used I used to, to write children's, children's books. books. Yeah, yeah, something for magazines and children. So wouldn't she express her? Yeah, it, she, no, but book. there would be like two pictures that are like a little different. You have to pick out the thing. 
thing. What's the it could be like Gaelic. It could be a highlights. It could be a Fight Club situation too, where she's sleeping about an hour a night, and then the rest of the time could she's making like, these like scary children's no, books. No, she's making soap. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> starting an underground fighting ring with other single mothers. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why the basement's off limits. <laughs> I'm like kind of that note too. I remember my dad talking about like he's like he's like I like reading to you like Doctor Seuss and stuff. But he's like, like I had like this Care Bears book. My dad let's read the Care Bears book, and he he said he'd be like yeah I take like three pages at a time and just turn. Well, it cause... your dad didn't want you to turn to a giant pussy. Right. He's just like it's just like shit. He's like this is like crappy. It's not relevant material. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's just like uh, yeah. Oh, really not a fan. So this book ends up being really dark and creepy. Oh yeah, it, she puts it away. Well, no, but like also it needs to be said. Like it, it's like, oh, Mister Babadook, he's trying to get in your house and everything. But like the last pages are all blank at this point. Yeah, yeah, Which, yeah. There's five, five or six pages at the end that aren't Babadook, written. Dada book. Oh, no. oh. the oh. the door that he comes out of in the book looks just like the door to the basement. It does. It, yeah. That's what Very the images similar. in this book are so disturbing. So they're very simple. Yeah. That's the, the way the Babadook looks is awesome because you can project whatever like anxiety or like fear you have onto this image because it's so like nondescript, but it's very yeah. It's like a universal adapter for your, yeah. for your problem becoming real. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. Like on that note too, like like the Babadook, his like costume is kind of the suit that's hanging up in the basement. That's like his dad's. Suit. Yeah. Well, and like the like even the this freaks me out to think of but like the the rumble rumble and then the three sharp knocks like yeah. the rumble in the basement would be like her locking the door behind yeah and like going through all the stuff and being nostalgic and this poor kid sitting upstairs listening to his mom yeah. go through this shit you and, know that, what I mean? and that would be a creepy unsettling yeah thing. and then she's like going up the stairs knock 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 yeah. or some, like something terrible yeah like, and, but also, like, what's interesting, too, is, like, Samuel's costume, like, this kid's also, in addition to being an oh, amateur weaponsmith, he's a part Magician! <laughs> but, and magic is a theme. Yeah. yeah. They have the poster up, and the only real color is that gold little cloak. Well, that's the interesting thing, too, is, like, his costume is kind of the opposite of the Babadook's costume. They both have a top hat on, but his costume's, like, gold with, like, gold gloves. Yeah. Babadook wears all black. So like, own it. He's, like, own it. And he's also, it's like kind of the opposite of like the costume that kind of represents his dad, maybe the death of his father. Well, and he does those magic shows in the basement. He says mom and dad. He's yeah. still. Yeah, performing. he performs for a picture of his parents, which is so depressing. Right. <laughs> his dad, who he never Well, met. he still sees yeah. his family as an entity. Yeah. In yeah. and of itself. Well, he brings it up a lot. Like, it's like, leads him being picked on. So he's like, yeah, my dad's dead. You know, like. Which he's people... just speaking facts. Yeah. Right. Just and like Oscar to, would. Well, it's funny too. It's like that innocence of kids, and also like needs to be pointed out too. This kid's great in this movie. Yeah, like, he he's is a awesome. Very good actor. Good. You yeah, can tell right away whether or not movie. someone gets this movie if they like the kid. Because I've talked to people who like, ah, oh, movie is okay. I hated the kid. The it's like, yeah, you don't brilliant. get it. You don't get it. Does he not You're remind you of kid. Danny from The Shining though? The performance yes. wise. Uh, oh yeah, he's a lot better though. I think. A lot more animated. Like, yeah. Andy from The Shining, it's a lot more of a simple performance. Like, this kid, like, he shows some range of emotion and stuff. He like, does show a lot of range. Because, like, and, you you manage to... And I don't know if that's just a testament to the director. I'm sure it's both. The You know, yeah. the kid and the director. The way he's portrayed early in the movie to, like, later in the film. Because he's, like, the, you know, antagonist to her life early in the movie, you know? But then it flip-flops entirely. Yeah. But, like, yeah. the, well, the thing that I always, like... Not because this is like my fourth watch or something, like, and I, 
um, now really want to see the process they go through with this kid to get what they got out of him. Cause, I know. Like, I mean, there's scenes where you can tell he's not in the room with that yeah. woman. Yeah. Like, because she's saying horrible shit. Like, I'm going to smash her. But there's scenes where she's, like, straight up choking him out. So it's like, you wonder how they directed that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Or the scene when he's in the back seat and he's Spoiler fucking possessing. <laughs> like, it is like, dude, that's scary. Like, I... It's scary. How would you tell a kid, hey, be as horrifying as possible. <laughs> You're going to paint your face gray. And he's and it's a gonna little look, like, kid. Like, yeah. he look, it's not like, oh, maybe they cast an older kid and he has to be only about I thought he looked old. younger than yeah, he yeah he's like my nephew seven. he's yeah. like nine yeah. well, but, but also too like a lot of times like a, a child actor can like make or break a movie this kid makes it like, yeah. he, he, like he sticks to landing like a lot of times it's like this kid sucks like, yeah or it's like face. okay because let's face it most kids kind of suck yeah. until they're like <laughs> 10 not, not good actors anyway yeah. like in any case, he's like, no Danny Monoduch. No. Yeah. <laughs> the best child actor. Yeah. Oh, in my in my or Alfonso Rivera yeah, from yeah. Silver Spoons, in yeah. the top two. Gen- generally considered the best child actors of right. all time. I mean, no you know. no discussion needed. Yeah, I mean Haley Joel's living in their shadow. That's yeah. that's the truth. Yeah. All right. So moving right along. <laughs> so yeah, the mom was like, uh, uh, we kind of got into it. She's like obsessed with him being like normal and stuff. And, she like, reads this book. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, Sam, act normal, and he never does. It's like, um, like. He keeps her up all night, so she, like, misses work and stuff. Well, and once the book is read, it's it's over. Now it's it's game turn. Like, yeah. the kid, yeah. like, now he just, he cries through the night just to wait for him to exhaust himself and fall asleep. Yeah. So the, she the stays up she... late watching, like, public domain <laughs> television. Oh, she's, oh, like, yeah. always, yeah. like, cartoons that are, like, definitely shit <laughs> for free. Yeah, yeah right. One of the clips um, I did a little research is the the silent film part is George Malaise. Okay. So he has been, that director, George Malaise, has been quoted as believing that filmmakers are like magicians performing a grand oh, illusion. So, I mean, magic is a big theme and, mm-hmm. you know, the whole thing kind of feels like a magic. So I thought, I don't, I mean, I don't know about what that like, means. Like, like, the black kind of, and white silent. No, but what kind of magic? Like the gathering? Like a card game, <laughs> customizable card game. Or I mean, like, we can talk about Magic: The Gathering yeah, as long as no. Well, I, I mean, is is that what you're talking about, or something uh-huh. else? No, magic like metaphysical. Magic, like the illusion. The like, illusion, or like real magic. Like, I don't know. Let's uh, discuss it. Uh, <laughs> what do you we, think? We'll get into it more. No, that's. I mean, you talk like the the the, the cutscenes you're referring to though are the ones where you can. Like you, like the Babadook pops out of a pie or something like that, or like no, like the, the movie, the movie she's watching. Yeah, the movie she's watching. The what, silent, the hallucinations, and they have ones? that poster the ones- up of the the old timey magician. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah the it's shit that home. looks like melancholy. The fuck that looks like tonight, uh, tonight, tonight. tonight. Yeah. 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 That's that. What's that movie called? Journey to the Moon or something? Yeah, right. From yeah. Earth to the Moon, and it's like yeah. Billy Corgan's there. No, that's interesting. Yeah. Head. Those are the creepiest looking silent films ever. And the Babadook is in the movies, you know, like she's seeing him oh, man. show up in these movies, which is like such an awesome visual and it's so super creepy. Um, so it's around this time too, like she finds glass in their food and she's like, Sam, don't eat it. Oh wait, before the glass and the food, I just what? want to talk about the sister for a second. Oh my God. Okay. So, yeah. before the glass, which I have that in my yeah, yeah, yeah. notes, so the sister is kind of like, it's been long enough, what the hell is your problem? Which I think 
is common amongst any kind of trauma survivor yeah. or whatever. Like, there's X amount of days, so that oh, yeah. that we'll equals you, yeah, be, right. Hey, like, like we haven't done this in a few episodes, but hey, guys, nine eleven happened. Like, dude, never forget about that in a while. Never forget. But I think that's. Con- like there's no amount there's no x amount of time that'll get you over there's no formula right but right. that's the way society works it's supposed to be and the school too does that but the sister it's like no you have to do the work it doesn't matter if it's been three months or seven years like if she's not addressing those issues no. right maybe the babadook represents a little bit but the sister I mean- really like Oh, no, she drives the She's point supposed home. to be the one person that's close. They never refer to another sibling or her parents. I mean, yeah. she's really the only kin that you have. Her sister is such an asshole. Yeah. She reminds me of, uh, of Barry's sister, Barry Egan's sister from Punch Drunk Love. The <laughs> oh, one who, like, yes. storms in. It's like, you have to go to this party. Yeah. You have to go. <laughs> like, she's just fucking the worst for what he needs. Like, the opposite of supportive yeah. to what he's trying to deal she with. She literally says, Amelia, I just want you to be happy. And the, like least sincere way possible. I just want you to be happy so you'll stop making me sad. Right. So, <laughs> so it benefits me and I right. can... Right. That's yeah. the subtext, right. 100%. Yeah. And then her kid goes the omen and stands on top of the, like, jungle gym. Christ, yeah. Yeah. Well, really and then, it, yeah, it's... So, like, yeah, before, like, um... Yeah, get on that. So, like, usually um, Samuel and his cousin some dumb bitch they have a combined birthday because the mom doesn't want to celebrate the birthday on the day yeah on the day of the day not a great day for her fair enough yeah yeah but like this poor kid doesn't get like a real birthday he has to celebrate with his bitchy cousin and (laughs) they go to a party with the meanest ladies in the world yeah okay first of all there's a mime there like kids don't like mimes there was a mime yeah. Well, no, the, the bad kids like mimes. The kids who are willing to tell someone that your father didn't want you and that's why he's Dude, dead. no. Okay, okay, but IRL, like, real life, no kid likes mimes. Like, that's weird as hell. Like, like... I'm a big like I'm sort of a clown apologist when people when people who are adults tell me they're afraid of clowns I'm like come on grow up I don't even want to like delve delve into the mime metaphors because like I hate clowns so much like I don't even want to know what the mime <laughs> represents like I don't want to look at my own life that way mm-hmm. like, but uh, so while this whole mime thing is up like Samuel's hiding up in like a treehouse and like his cousin comes up and she's like a bitch. She's like, yeah, your dad died because he didn't want to meet you. Yeah. yeah. And, like... You don't deserve a dad. Kids are really, really cruel. Like, yeah. I this mean... Is, this is after Amelia was hanging out in the kitchen with all these, like, hens. Yeah. Who are like, oh, yeah, we know women like you. We pity them, but don't want to think about them. And yeah. yeah. That's when this movie truly becomes a horror film. I'm like, oh, God, these people are awful. Well, because it's like you know she has nowhere to turn. Yeah. That's... that's I mean, that's the one of the scariest things... In, in, in any horror situation, but even like in the psychological horror of not being able to get over your own grief, yeah. is if you have nowhere to turn and someone res- depends on you, that's terrifying. Yeah, right. Like and, you, they and refer also, to her as a disadvantaged woman. Yeah, so, like, she pins her. Like, yeah. oh, you. Can, it's like I'm not disadvantaged. Some yeah. crazy. Yeah, the shit best I can to hope me. to like, get for, is oh, pity. I work with disadvantaged women, got. so yeah. I understand. I relate that. to your yeah. scenario. Yeah, fuck you. And, uh, yeah, and those women are fucking bitches. But also, they were all in black too. Did you notice? Oh They're yeah, the children's right. birthday party. All those women uh-huh. were in black, like they were at a funeral. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's how they view they her. Were, I don't yeah. know what that means. A lot of them were pretty too. They also should be noticed. Well, they were, well like Dan 
was interested in that. <laughs> Amelia, just, yeah, they Amelia, were. They were. Like, Amelia society always women. looks like her hair is a mess. Like her yeah. skin doesn't look good. Like she's, she's a beautiful woman. Yeah, yeah, she looks like she's got no sleep. She's like very distressed. Mm-hmm. These women all have like perfectly coiffed hair and like nice. Because yeah. well, they don't work and they just. It's yeah. the kind of women like I liked when uh, when I used to um, do service work at Costco during the day at like Glenview. There are always women like that in there. Like all these like hot women who don't have to work because their yeah. husband's a lawyer. Like, <laughs> like oh, I don't what are you doing work? at ten o'clock on a Tuesday at Starbucks? Get to work. Yeah, right. It was always like, oh, well, yeah, you can. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Claire had said before the party in front of Samuel, it's not normal. Yeah. She says in his face, like, it's not normal. But who's to say what is the normal yeah. <laughs> reaction? No, not these idiots. They drive on the wrong side of the road there. <laughs> sure. It's always jarring when you see, like, It is a, jarring. Yeah. We're the only country that drives on the left, and yet... Yeah. We, we're <laughs> the only country that uses the English system. Let's talk about the English system. use the metric system. <laughs> no, no, no. The whole... No. Okay. Yes, the metric system... <laughs> no, but driving on the, the left side of the road, it's just like former English places. It's New Zealand, it's Japan, New Zealand, Australia, and England. Ireland, too. Everywhere else, right side of the road. Normal mm. as fuck. Yes, we don't use the metric system, but no one. <laughs> metric system is stupid. Just if you yeah, hate time. that in movies, be prepared. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, we need we need our measurements based on the length of a king's fingernail. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you get it. Okay. Um, but also during the party, like kids are cruel because like her hair. Yeah, like we were saying, like I think she's the, that girl is saying the truth though. Well, not oh, the truth. The so truth that she's heard it. Kids yes. are kids are repeating. Right. So yeah, that's saying, what I completely. My daddy doesn't okay. want to come to your house because it's depressing. Wait, she I wrote down. I don't know what that means. She's, she's five. Yeah, I wrote funny. down that Claire trained her daughter to be a little fucking okay, monster. Okay, but saying stuff like, like your dad died because he didn't want him be around you. That's that's all her. I think. Like her mom didn't say that. Like. Either yeah, that, yeah, that kid. A kid makes that up to like. But the thing is, because so, I've heard, because like I remember kids being like, like. Pretty like we'll get in the, the next year, the next movie we do it like recording podcasts for the next couple of days is let the right one in. Like a lot of that movie's about bullying. But like I remember my mom came to like you know, there was some like show and tell there or something kidding my mom was there and kids like come to me and I'm like, Hey, your son's really stupid and like like I was like, What the fuck? Like, like she like didn't know what to do. she's like, um no, she's like, shut up. But like, like an important thing to notice too is Samuel's response to all that shit is actually really healthy too and appropriate. Like yeah. he's like, I'm not hurting anybody. Yeah, I'm just here. Yeah, like yeah. It, he that's not her. true. I have a dad. Like yeah. all that shit is he's on point about. It's true, but yeah. it's it's just that he's in an environment that will not let him be okay. Yeah. And when he shoves her out that treehouse, I feel like it's a hundred percent justified. Work. Like I don't feel oh, bad yes. for her at all. No, like, she's not, not dead. If she was dead, I'd be like, Ey. I feel bad. I feel bad for his mother because of how like humiliating that has to be. But like when your kid well, like right because someone else's kid movie, out of like, it's but really, I don't feel bad for the girl. Yeah, at all. Like at this point, still, it's like the movie. It's like. Just, we well, this kid be normal. Like, you feel so bad for the mom. It's yeah. like, come on, man. Well, like, but, you know, and one of the big, big things, though, is, I mean, if he keeps her in the treehouse and roughs her up in the corner and leaves her there, there's no witnesses. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he really that should know better. That would have been better. the way to go, yeah. And she's yeah. literally wearing a tiara. Yeah. She's, she's <laughs> yeah. like, the, the most... Yeah. Self-involved accessory, like, <laughs> self-righteous accessory. Hey, child, you are a ruler Princess. who didn't earn it. <laughs> right? God. Yeah. So, it, um, so at, after the party, she takes him to the doctor, and she's like, he needs some sedatives. 
neither one of us are sleeping. Well, because he throws like he goes into like a fit in the car. Like he has an actual fit. Oh yeah. Well, I think he's before, possessed. He sees before the problem. the doctor yeah. though is the soup thing. Oh yeah. And the when Robbie comes. Robbie like, comes by the house. I want to talk about when Robbie comes. But Robbie <laughs> brings Sam a model kit, and he yeah. says, "When I was sick, I like to build things." But he, Sam, oh, does, he does. He build loves things. You. He right. loves to build things. He loves to do things. That would be an encouraging outlet for yeah. him that no one's ever given him. I feel like that's mm. why Robbie to me embodies like help. Like yeah. here's a positive outlet for the crazy shit you're making. See, if there's this model. You, you read into that properly. I like that because I didn't catch the subtext. All I thought was like, this is like basically my flag for I want to bang your mom. Like, yeah. That for you a little bit. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, you know? those, those moves are money. And yeah. you can tell. I, I, and honestly, a female writer knows. They're like, this yeah. is what you do, dude. Yeah. Like, you bring a gift for Hey, dudes, son. watch Robbie because yeah. he's got it. He's encouraging that part of Sam. That's interesting. I didn't, I didn't even catch that it was a model kid. Yeah. I like that. And like, too, like. I, I mean, it's also illustrating, again, like, a sad thing. It's like victims, especially victims of, like, you know, some sort of mental issue or illness, they push away help. Yeah. Like, they, they resist it, and, and they can't handle it. They don't know how to be helped, and that's kind of her thing. Like, even though the kid is, like, kind of a problem, like, she there's nothing going to stop her from being like, sorry, he's just having a rough day. Come have a cup of tea. Like, yeah. they, but she can't do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's just kind of in love with feeling shitty, yeah. <laughs> even though it's really bad for her. Yeah, and, and like I said, like she, like it's around this point where you start to figure out that like it's not Samuel who is like the crazy one. No, right. you're right. He's he's saying his fuck. He's yeah. He's been saturated with a toxic environment, right? For seven years, yeah. seven out of seven years of his life, and he has to <laughs> kill monsters. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about the soup when there's glass and only her soup and yeah. not his soup? Yeah. Did he do that? This is following her. Yeah, because she looked in his soup and it was fine, but then she found more glass in hers. Right. Also he good, said, because that soup looked disgusting. No soup for you! This is it, a, cr- a cream-based... It was a cream-based soup with yeah, nothing this is in a, it this is Australia. Glass. Just walk away. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he says the Babadook's gonna eat you from the inside out, and glass... Cuts your insides. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's true. Um, he, she, he, he's like, why aren't we eating Vegemite? <laughs> <laughs> Dan just wanted to get a Vegemite. <laughs> yeah, well, like, like, ten more right Vegemite. <laughs> I think that's interesting. Like, but I just don't know if he did it or she did it. Because the kid is accident. like, I mean, in the first half of the movie, the kid's scared for himself. Right? He, he's like yeah. afraid of the book. He's afraid. They're, they're checking under the bed for monsters all the time. But later, now, now we're at the point in the movie where he's told her, like, I'll protect you if you protect me. Yeah. Like, I won't let the monster hurt you. So like, the way like, this monster would hurt him distress. is to hurt her. Yeah. I feel. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that, that might be why it's going after her. And, like, he's just like, it's the Babadook that did it. Like, it's immediate conclusion. Right. Yeah. Well, but it's also like, I think it being in her is like, I don't even know if it's there for sure or not. But it's definitely affecting her. And that's like what I mean. It's starting to be like the kid's not nuts. He's dealing with, you know, yeah. maybe there's plaster food, maybe there isn't. It do, it almost doesn't matter. It's also around this time that like she comes upstairs and she finds like a picture of her and her husband scribbled on and, in a yeah, really creepy. Her dad's letter. all like scratched out. And kid's immediate response. Eyes. Go get the shoulder cannon. <laughs> <laughs> he oh. doesn't say anything. But now we're at the doctor part. Oh, she yeah. goes to the doctor. Which, he has that crazy convulsion in the back of the car, which, yeah. no shit, go to the doctor. Which, yeah. holy shit, that was also scary as fuck. Yeah. And also, worth noting, the Babadook is in the car. 
according, Not yet. To, according to the kid, oh, according to the kid. he's and shouting he's for looking, it to get out. He's looking at it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it, and it was happening earlier when when he, Auntie Claire was looking after him because yeah. he was looking off at nothing. She said, yeah. and shouting at the Babadook. Yeah. And scared yeah. and scared Claire even. Yeah. yeah. And she's she's like, let's get a few sedatives. Probably Which drink. she's asking for her and not for him. You think? Yeah. Mm, no, she is. She is for the doctor for him. But she's like, well, because she's right. he's like, just she like says. Oh, so she him. can sleep though. Yes. Yeah. No, you are correct about that. Oh. She says to him, "I'm not coping." She says, "We haven't slept. He hasn't slept in X amount of days. I haven't slept either." She says, "I'm not coping," and he kind of looks at her, like, "I'll give you the week or whatever." Yeah. yeah. But I mean, don't you think she's asking really for her? Yeah, self. so she can get so she a minute yeah. of peace. Yeah. yeah. Who doesn't want to put their kid on a yeah. sofa? <laughs> yeah. Like, I can and only then, imagine. So then I also, would definitely drug this kid if I was in her yeah. position. Because like, that so first night, she's like, oh. Yeah, she floats down. She might have taken one too. Yeah, I would have. She might have taken a tranquilizer. We're all going to get a good sleep tonight. But then, of course, he point, weighs all of like forty pounds. So. At this point, too, she takes she takes the book. She just rips the rips it apart. You know, she, she it watches it burn. No, 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 no. yeah, oh, she later? throws it in the yeah. garbage oh. first, and then because remember, it shows up later. Like she gets a phone call from the Babadook, and it's like, and then she also she, she like rips the book up, shows the garbage, and then it shows up again, all glued together. In broad daylight. I want to point out that this is a movie that scared me in broad daylight. Yeah. I watched this movie at one in the afternoon with Jim. <laughs> and I was horrified. I was glued to my seat watching it. Like, yeah. after 30 minutes. Also, and then when that scene in broad daylight happened, yeah. I was done. Like, I was scared the whole movie. I didn't want to get up. Yeah, and it's when she finds it again that the back pages are filled in. And it shows her, It's like, a much better version of the book the second oh, time. Yeah, well, it's also more filled in. Because it's, like, it's very clear. It's not like, oh, is this, like... Wow, who's in this book about? It's like it's a picture of her murdering her dog. It's pretty clear. And, <laughs> and her kid. son. And then herself. Yeah. And then herself. And it's uh yeah, it's very clearly her. It's not someone else. Yeah. Uh, and, also uh, on a side note just real quick, one time I went to the library, like some Halloween thing, and they let me look at like, these pop-up books. They didn't have like out you could just like check out. It was like you could look at them there. They were like, Home you know, like No, it was like very elaborate pop-up books for like severed heads and stuff. It was very really? Cool. Yeah, it was awesome horror books for like children. In your library? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Did Did anybody else see them? Yeah. <laughs> was it just you? Shaped a young Dan. Just in science, we look for the simplest. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I would like a copy of that second version of the Babadook book to give well, to my kids you, when they want to eat their get, vegetables. <laughs> you can get a version of this movie where you get the book with it. I think mm. like yeah, like, friend, friend oh, of, you don't want to yeah. eat your green beans? Look what happens to kids yeah. who don't eat their green beans. Let's read a book. Let's Everything ends in a murder. <laughs> I think it'd be easier to get a VHS of the ring, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that movie kind of sucks, yeah. so. Um, you guys don't have anything else about that doctor scene that I found that, that her sitting with that doctor when she's sitting with that doctor and she's like falling apart yeah God, I think that also that I I mean I think it's the turning point to where this movie I theory theory two it's uh, the first I've heard time this, she said she says the words I'm not coping like it's the yeah. first yeah. time she and this nightmare is gonna start up. all over again yeah. Yeah. Like, it's where the movie turns into being like because yeah. the first part you're like oh yeah her kid's kind of weird that like. <laughs> You know, but now it's like this woman's going crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like the the, the a theory I heard suggested, and I haven't really tested that harshly, 
is that the first half of the movie is from her point of view. Oh, yeah. Is all, like the kids ruining her life or whatever. And then the second half of the movie is from the kids' point yeah, of view. Yeah, I totally agree. Because right. then you see Because you can see all the that shit that's is. happening. Yeah. yeah. Like, once you see, like, once you get to the second half of the movie, he's just this scared little kid. He can't, you know, and he's right. stuck with her. Well, it's, well the protagonist changes. Yeah. yeah. Right, because it, it's like after this point, too, like, the social workers show up and there's. Like she thinks there's a bunch of cockroaches coming out of the like a pussy in the wall behind the fridge, <laughs> and the social worker shows. It does up. look like a yeah, it's uh, a gash, yeah, a lady, rusty clam, and a, an axe wound. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna hear Brian walking away laughing. <laughs> yeah, but then it, like they show up, and then it's like um, they're like, "There's no cockroaches here." Yeah, right. And it's like she's like, "Oh, I look like a crazy person," and she does. <laughs> And then it's like she's watching a show with kangaroos and koala bears, which I assume they do a lot down there. A tiny kangaroo down sport. Oh, so like, it's just like our Donna dogs and kittens, mean? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah our possums, as Brian said. Our Caesar Million nine one one. Right. But it's all like po- like I always remember shows too about Australia. It's like yeah, lots of poison frogs and shit down there. Yeah, man, surfers. Oh, I think you su- silver chair records. And the Lord humongous. What a beautiful land. My favorite <laughs> Australian band of all time. What about the police station? Yeah, that she goes to the police oh who don't, immediately don't believe her. Don't take her seriously. Yeah, like, another all. institution like the school that has yeah. failed her. Yeah. It's like, where are the facts? Which is a big thing. Right. Mental Which illness, is why you can't see we it. We need to get yeah, rid of government can't. institutions. Mm-hmm. We need a man to make America great again. <laughs> well, that guy, like they laugh at her. Those two officers laugh at her. No, you, but no. what right. I'm saying is, okay, this needs to be said too. This is the only... <laughs> Hardcore pro-life horror podcast. We're all super conservative, and we're voting for Donald Trump. Everybody. I so. thought that the police, like they should have been. Drink. They should have been I'm like. Around. They should have been like. Um, can you send your husband back here to speak with us? <laughs> 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 you seem to be hysterical. Well, I think like 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 movie like keep it moving like movie writing keeps them from asking other sensible questions yeah. like. Do you have somewhere you can go? Yeah. Do you have anybody else who's seen this? Yeah. They don't. They don't try and corroborate any information. They're instantly dismissive, which, like, to me, like, I like, I think they keep finding ways to isolate the character. Yeah. To make them feel like they have absolutely no recourse or help whatsoever. They, they want physical evidence of something. She can't provide it. And because she burned. A, she's like, oh, I burned the book. Yeah. Well, and that's like, one of the problem with proving that. You know, yeah. well, yeah, because a mental illness isn't like a broken you arm. You can't point to one thing, right? Or, yeah. Yeah. or even some of the stuff, like you know, getting into, like rape and stuff like that too. Like, it, like it's no, no. I mean, like, oh Jesus, no. no, rape I, is a sort soft topic or a hard topic. Yeah, no, I, I just mean like how people don't believe the victim and stuff. And it's yeah, just yeah. like, you know, like, well, why didn't you come in when you were raped? It's right. like, well, I was. Why really are you upset. wearing that short skirt? Why'd you yeah. let your husband get killed? Why were you pregnant? Not the way the hospital, so your husband got killed. Right? You yeah. should have thought of that. Yeah, I, I just mean it's like, especially with women, like a lot of this kind of thing, like because that's like a thing here. It's like, it's like, it's hard to prove that kind of thing. Yeah, and like it's like, and like being stalked and stuff. And like that's the thing that happens on the internet a lot. Like yeah. you get stalked, and it's like, dudes well, like, I wonder too. Like, I mean, send me pictures of your feet, and it's like, <laughs> I think like, well, I, I don't know. Like, I think, I don't know. I'm asking the the women in the room too to like weigh in on the. Um, when you get in a conflict, particularly with men, like where it's like the guy's looking for you, 
Do you feel like the guy's looking for you to like present logical, tangible evidence of your grievance? I and mean, then when it's not there to his measurement, it's like, fuck you. Because you remember, you got a woman writer yeah. who's like writing this woman's like, I think struggle. That that's, I think that that's true. I think that's a thing that happens. Um, because if it's a lot of little things like sexism in the workplace or something, it's harder to point to like a tangible piece of evidence of like this happened so this happened you know a cause and effect mm-hmm. like how, how can you prove that it wasn't just how we would treat you normally or? yeah right yeah so yeah. I think that it probably is speaking to any number but I think yeah like I think um, the mental illness um, yeah it could be a sex thing too no, no I, I just mean the way we, we, we look at crimes against women like yeah. not even like a well you need to prove you need to prove like we need to see photos of your bruises. Yeah. We need to see. I mean, in a domestic violence court case, right? Just, just they can't prosecute like, unless there's, which I I get both sides of. I mean, yeah. you know, you can't really prove. Yeah. But I mean, there's plenty of times. I mean, we've all heard this. It's awful when we joke about it. Like, oh, I hit her in the head or in the hair, so the bruises don't show. Right? <laughs> like, yeah, it's awful. It's kind of true though. Like. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like, and like, well, they even go into that. It's like the Babadook's going to eat your insides. Like, it's not going to hurt you on the outside. Right. In fact, it's going to make you crazy. Yeah. So that other people are going to treat you as such. Right. And, and in the background of the police station, there's like the Babadook soup. Oh, my God. That dude. was so creepy. And Again, yeah. scared in broad daylight. <laughs> it was scary. And it that's the part scary. where she's like, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's like, like never mind. And I think that happens to a lot. I mean, women, men in general. Yeah. Like, if you're talking to someone and you're reaching out for help and they're like, eh. Yeah. You'd be like, all right, well, f- fuck it. Forget yeah, it. No, I, I was just joking around. Yeah, I, I really, it's hard know. to make She's yourself that vulnerable. vulnerable. Yeah. yeah. She is. hasn't slept. She hasn't had an orgasm in seven years. For fuck's sake. <laughs> like, she's failing at her job. Her kid sucks. Like, Her sister help. is a marvelous <laughs> <sister> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's yeah. in a dire state. So, yeah, and it's around this point, too, that she's up watching public domain clips on television <laughs> of, like, Creepy silent shit. films. They're and, awesome yeah. looking. And then the Babadook jumps in her mouth. And then the Babadook's on the TV. That's the part yeah. of that. And oh, then, can I point out, too, a scare that is in this, this which I have felt personally, is the scare of... One, disclaimer, I, I watched Freddy <laughs> Nightmare 3 when I was seven years. Okay. <laughs> and I was horrified from yeah. from then on, horrified trying to sleep in my room. And I, I didn't sleep with my bed against one wall. I slept with my bed in the middle. So however I turned, my back was to open space. So I was going to get killed. <laughs> it was terrible. I didn't yeah, like right. open closets. Yeah. Like I, I had a real problem. And I still don't like being alone in a dark house. Yeah. And like... I've been in like a sleeping situation where I was so scared somebody was in the room that I could not get myself to move to even look at what was coming what was happening and they do this scary yeah. movie and it's it's right dead on well she hears well, sounds it, and then it's like the the objects in her room in her house and the way the set design this house is awesome because all the walls are painted very dark all the trim all the and lighting the band, is, so everything is, is super dark awesome. and, grayscale and yeah the absence of color like you point out is is really really alienating and there's again. there's objects in the house that create shadows and stuff that they could be you know a person and like her husband's ghost is basically like is that right? looming under them you know from the basement yeah. and then when they hear sounds and it's the babadook 
at first there's these shadows and you're looking for something to be moving in the room, you know, so. Well, well there is a one shot too, sorry. Oh, yeah. There, no. There's one shot where you hear a creaking and it's like, it's the chair moving. It's yeah. the chair moving. <laughs> and the first time you look at it, it's not moving, it's the dog. And then the second time you hear the same creaking and they cut to it and I swear it is just barely finished moving when you cut to it and it's like you you still can't tell trick of the eye whether or not that chair moved or not. Yeah. But I swear that it moved. The sound and it's like that great. same thing yeah. happens like when you're alone scared in a house. Yeah. Like, well, and the, the other thing your too mind like plays tricks anyone on you. has ever had like any like bouts of insomnia or something like part or like we just had it work really hard and stuff when you start to not be able to tell whether you were sleeping or awake because yeah. that's a big part of this like in some ways, more effective than like when they do it in Nightmare on Elm Street, which is like a little sillier, like a lot of the times. <laughs> yeah. Your big breaking TV. Up the front time, bitch. Well, there's like a, a thing like sleep paralysis too, where like yeah, my sister the part of that. your body that your part of your brain that inhibits your body function and makes you not move yeah. is still working, but the but, but your yeah, brain wait. is not asleep. And you can't yeah. make yourself move. Humorously, on that same note, for the last week or so, whenever I come to bed, Elias wakes up and goes, Oh my god! What are you doing? What are you doing? It's like, oh, it's just you. I have night terrors. Who else would it be? I have yeah. night terrors. I have night terrors, too! <laughs> I have woken up in the middle of the night, my husband can attest to this, screaming, bloody murder. Yes. Like, I'm being murdered. <laughs> And there's also times where I have kicked him and been like, get the fuck off of me. Yep. Like, he's attacking me. Yep. Do you ever see people in your room it's that aren't weird. there when you have a night terror? No. That's what, how mine used to manifest more is I would be dreaming and see someone standing in my room. Sweetness. And start <laughs> screaming and kicking and swear. Yeah, and it, then I would wake up fully and realize. So basically, like, we this is this movie's a con, uh, commercial for trans, yeah. tranquilizers. <laughs> yeah. We all need to fucking take sleep tranquilizers so we can so, be done. Yeah, well, the higher the stress level is in my life at the time, the more apt I am to them. So, like, that's an interesting facet to this movie yeah. too for me. Is it is reminiscent of a night terror for me, like what she's going. This through. whole nightmare is going to start yeah. all over. Yeah. Again. Yeah. yeah. Like, around this time, too, there's a few things that happen. Like, uh, they get in a car crash. Um, oh, because the Babadook is uh, clinging yeah, to their and car. The net, and the Broad guy, daylight. Yeah. she gets to the car crash, but you're on the wrong side of the road, but he's an idiot from Australia. He doesn't know it's the right side of the road. <laughs> well, she has cockroaches. Yeah. yeah. Falling yeah. on her, but she had cockroaches, which, and she is cleaning it up. Like, you can clean the outside all you want. Like, if you're not cleaning your inside, yeah. you're going to keep getting cockroaches. Yeah, you're yeah. apparently. Well, she, they have them in the home. <laughs> yeah, apparently she got them. In all the, up the in her. Where are they falling from? I'm not sure. Dude, but like the other thing too, you can't is, escape. It's also no, it's a true. Yeah, thing. She, you can try to fix. You're not really. You're fixing the symptoms, but not right. like the cause. Crazy yeah. always see a bunch of cockroaches having bucks. Yeah. Well, like too, like if you, this is the half of the movie where the kid. It's from the kid's perspective. Right. Because it, so you got a kid in the back of a car with a woman going crazy driving it. Yeah. Like it's you're just getting in car wrecks. Right. Because there's a couple things like I said, like right around. Because it's for that thing. She gets in the tub all the time. She's like, Sam, get in the tub. And he's like, Okay. Which, what well, do we, also, what do we see here that we're like uh, a fully clothed bath? That signals trouble. Like in every movie, like if you're taking a bath in all your clothes, there's like something, like something is wrong. sinister is going on. Yeah. You are not like if you throw right. someone in the pool with all their clothes on. It's like apparently in this day and age, you don't care about hilarious, phone. <laughs> right? Like well, my Like it's about as it's about as scary as reading a book and ignoring your surroundings, like they're not happening. <laughs> because you're reading the book. It's just a sign of, like, yeah, dementia. Yeah. 
Hey, and let's not skip over the part where the guy whose car she crashed into was in a suit and yelling at her, and she just drove away. She Which like, she straight up committed a crime. Yeah, yeah. Like, straight I can't up, like, deal with this right, right now. Right, she we, don't know, we don't know how Australia works. I that could be perfectly legal yeah, in Australia. I saw, like, yeah. Fury Road. They get a lot of car accidents down there. <laughs> <laughs> I have not done my research. Before, yeah. before the car accident, can I just talk? Because I have one, one thing. Sure, oh, please, no, please. I like your... Okay. You I have a better, like, stronger analysis than... I take this... Them. I'm a big fan of the Grey Air Smash, and I want to kiss your ass. This, is, <laughs> this has been wonderful already. <laughs> the you. array of breakfast, foods, and alcohol have been great. But yeah, so I took this shit seriously. <laughs> I appreciate that very much. The the old lady who lived next door, and I forgot her name. Mrs. Mrs. Roach. I'm going to call her Mrs. Parkinson's, because she has Parkinson's. <laughs> and they bring it up. And then why she moves like this. <laughs> Before that... You couldn't see Brian was shaking his hands around. Um, she was at home. She appears to be like watching Sam for a brief amount of time, and they've talked about her Parkinson's. And Sam says to Amelia, like, oh, Mrs. Yes. Mrs. Roach shakes because she has Parkinson's. She's like, shut up. You don't um, have to they, say everything that comes into your you head. You don't have to say anything that comes to your head. But um, that's straight up facts. Parkinson's yeah. makes you shake. shake. Like, And she says, like, a child, something about a child he, is able to see things as they are. Yeah, and, like, he, a sees, child's he sees the world as it is or something. Yeah. She has Parkinson's. They talked about it. It's cool. The yeah. end. Like, that's the, the model the for, like, what you should be like, talking to your son about depression and Yeah, and, and she's like, let's, and, let's sweep it under the rug. Because even right uh, then, she brings up Oscar, and she's like, don't say his name. You, you have know? to keep bringing him up. Right. Yeah, you have to keep, yeah she's Or like, that it's, like, impolite somehow to talk about her symptoms. It's not impolite. Like, yeah. if you learn about Parkinson's, you know... That that's like it's a matter of she says it in such a matter of fact way, but that like that's what keeps stigmas up. It's like yeah, right. it's a classic. That we like, can't discuss it. And, and she's experienced all these classic symptoms yeah. of depression. It's yeah. like if you just learn about it and talk about it, you would know why you're behaving. All that crazy shit no, is going down. It's in your actually house. the Babbage. She's not depressed. <laughs> right. The the, the, no, no, no. You're right. I'm I thought sorry. That I'm, she was I'm, very like because what you're saying is a theory reinforcement. Which is the second half is from Sam's perspective. Because the first half is kind of glossed over. You can tell this woman's sad, mm-hmm. right? But it's like, what seems to be the problem is the kid. Yeah. But the second half is like, no, this kid sees things as he's are. She's crazy. Yeah. She's right. always been crazy. Yeah. But now we're seeing it from this kid's perspective and it's horrifying. Yeah. You know, like how you're, when you're a kid, oh, like, yeah. like, everything seems bigger than it is, yeah. you know, when you're more of an adult. Like, things toned down, and you kind of just take them as... Right. As no, because I remember, like, when I was a kid, my mom was like... We were going to my aunt and uncle's house, my mom was like, yeah, well, we gotta hurry up, because your aunt turns into a pumpkin at 9 o'clock or something, and I was like, That's wow. what she drinks. <laughs> no, no, she just, like, goes to bed early, because she was a nurse, but I was like... It's like, oh, she, like, literally turns into a pumpkin, and I remember it, like, it's, like... Like, like waiting for nine o'clock. <laughs> like but trying also, to delay for telling you can't tie your shoes. No, I meant more like... And it was also weird, too, because, like, I was like way older when I was like just about to one day I was like you know I don't think my aunt turns into a pumpkin I was like way too old to be like thinking about that but I hadn't thought about it it doesn't seem real so but it's around that time too like because I wrote down it was like we're kind of talking about like the mom goes to bed with a um with her violin oh my Stradivarius and at that point I was like yeah the kid knows something so he's like why does she go to bed with the violin is that her husband's that's the husband's okay that oh he was a musician that's right that's yeah. right okay that makes sense yeah yeah and, and that's around the point where it's like really like but she's clear. not possessed by the Babadook it, right it, had, and the, and the kid, it dove head first into her and mouth the, the kid is very much like okay something's not right here yeah. Well, she's like, well yeah keep- why do you have to keep talk talk 
talking. She's already starting to talk like the Babadook. Yeah. She's like, duck, oh, duck, yeah. Duck. She's like, you always talk And like, like uh, she Come also... Come to the bath, creepo. Like, let's wallow together. Yeah. Didn't they have this scene, too, where she tries to hand him the sleeping pill and he palms it? Yeah. The magician move? Yes, yes. he did. Oh, uh, oh right. Fucking, fucking tight, right? All yeah. that magic. People. And she, and at one point had asked him... When he was like, I'm hungry, the pills make me feel sick, she said, why don't you just eat shit? Mm. And when her, before they even do the, like, you know, the uh, special effects to her voice, her deep, angry voice is really scary. That's true, like, like, because that's a, that's a question I want to ask later, think about it, but don't answer. Who is better in this movie, the mother or the kid? That's where he starts to parent her, where he's like, I'm really hungry, you know, and she can't get him anything. yeah. He starts to right. kind of the roles reverse a little bit. There. Usually not with someone who's seven. He was usually more like in high school. But like I think we all knew people who were like messed up and like at that point, like I knew some people in high school who was like they're kind of like taking care of like their younger brothers and stuff. And it was always like, oh, this is weird. Like I mean, like for me, like my parents are reasonably well adjusted and everything. So it was like, oh wow, like you're kind of in charge here. Huh? Yeah. Or when so, the uh, child is like making the drinks for the adults. Oh like, right. yeah. Uh, I won't name names, but I'll tell you guys after who I'm talking about. But he was like, he's like, yeah, I learned to make a black Russian when I was like eight, like because both my parents like oh, would have to get like, off. He to would make come them. home and yeah. have to make his parents drink. Jesus. In my head, I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, you can't tell them. Yeah. Like, right. That's their normal. You know? Yeah. So um, she's like, um, well, it's, at this point too, like he calls his aunt on the phone. Too. No, he calls Mrs. Call, Rose. He yeah. tries to call somebody. I mean, yeah. that's where Mrs. he's Parkinson's. like the parent. He's Mrs. Like, Parkinson's, yeah. Yeah, yeah and he's like, hey, we, um, something's not right over here. And, you know, he's just a kid, so the mom's just like, she cuts the phone line. She's like, oh, yeah. Re- re- rejecting help and isolating herself. Yeah. yeah. Like, Classic denial. <laughs> it's all over this movie. I wish this movie had more symbolism. Yeah. <laughs> they really it, cut it off. It's just it's very straightforward. <laughs> well, and she's in this battle where she's getting hyper aggressive and irritated with her son and, and getting be, scarier, but then she'll like try and win him back over and be nice to him and like Right, it's done a lot better than like in movies where like people are like possessed and then not possessed. It's yeah. like she's like fighting something. What? Maybe depression. We don't know. Like maybe it's just a bad joke, yeah. you know. Well, like I had, like I have nieces and nephews, and like they, to me, when I'm around them, you know, I mean, they're great, and you have, you know, obviously, like I have to love them, blah blah. But like they're also they they can be super irritating when they're taking everything way seriously, and everything's a huge thing to them. But to an adult, you're like, why don't you just let it go? Yeah, and like at the end, when it's when it's that kid's perspective, it's like everything is scary as shit. Because how this woman talks to this kid, like it's like holy fuck, and you can see it. But like, you know what I mean. Whereas at the beginning, when it's the adult's perspective, yeah. it's like uh, she's she's watching that cartoon too, where it's like the wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. the wolf makes a couple appearances in the movie. That's the book they read at the beginning of the movie too. Oh, they talk yeah. about the big Definitely dumb wolf. Not a public domain There's the wolf. Yeah. Well, in the book too. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. low budget. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all around that time too. Like Sam is sleepwalking, which my brother used to sleepwalk, and it's creepy as fuck when yeah. people sleepwalk. Like 
duly noted. Like, yeah, right. I remember one time because I never like never wake him up. I've never heard the reason you don't wake him up. Well, the, the rumor I heard was that if you wake someone who's sleepwalking, they murder you. That can't be true. Like, it that's like that's like otherwise there'd be so murder. many. Murders. Yeah, there'd be so many sleepwalking murders. Well, cause, no, because like, like, I remember my brother. Like one time, I caught him. Like he was like trying to get outside to go like walk. I'm like. Because I was like, you know, I was like in high school. I was like up, yeah. like drinking pop, watching MTV, like late at night. And, you know, sounds like a cool classic yeah. '90s dad. Yeah. <laughs> drinking, drinking surge, and drinking Coke. No, uh, that was Coke too. Coke too. And it was like, and I was like, "Shut the fuck are you doing?" The only person who drank Coke too. No, the only place in the world where you can get Coke. The reason why it's not around anymore. In the in the mid in like the late '90s, you could still buy Coke too at the video station, and also for. Some the video station, <laughs> and it was ninety nine cents for a two liter. So ah, dude. Whenever total I, recall of all things. Well, I'd be writing, renting so, total recall and night of living dead. I'd be like, yeah, I gotta get some coke too, so, right? or, or some, some Tahitian, pop. or some Tahitian treat. <laughs> so Amelia's really losing it, and she goes down to the basement and, her, and finds her husband, husband, who's really dashing. It turns out. That's the thing. For her. You see why she's upset. Female writers know how to write a male yeah. character. He's very handsome. And hey, he's like Clive Owen is, handsome. Am, am I skipping over something? No, maybe no, no, not. No, 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 I don't think you are. And Wait. he's he's down there. And he's like, hey, give me the boy. He starts saying to bring her the, the boy. boy. And we can not be so boy. happy together. You just need to bring me the boy. Yeah. And she's like, you mean Samuel? And uh, it's gonna rain. That's like that's the yeah. last thing he said before he died, right? It must yeah. have been, yeah. Okay, god damn it, that's. They wanted so, her yeah. to. He wanted her to relive those last moments because yeah. she hasn't. She hasn't thought about that. Yeah, yeah he yeah. just knows the button to push, right? Yeah. That's around the time she uh, murders their dog. Yes, that's a part of the movie that I've not seen because I cover my ears and eyes. I don't know. As two listeners of the show notice, we have two dogs that are always running around <laughs> recording, so we're big dog people, and it's like I can deal with people getting like their heads cut off and stuff because like they're people. That's the funniest thing to me. Like in, I watched American Psycho a few times. Yeah, he kills tons of people. He kills innocent women. But oh, he yeah. kills dog women brutally. But the, when the dog gets curb stomped, it's oh. sad. Right. Like, like, what the... F- because animals are innocent. <laughs> yeah. Animals are innocent? Yeah, because I guess, all those girls are just whores. Yeah. Right? They're just whores. Like, what is we a all fucking know. We don't horror movies have horror taught us horror. one thing. It's that horse I mean, deserve to die. Okay. Duh. If, if, okay. I've wanted to kill a person. I've never wanted to hurt a dog. Yeah. Right. That, Which, for Sam, me, that's by the way, Sam handles his dog dying pretty well. He's, yeah. He's, he's really very, pretty he's, chill about it. Considering his bringing, his, like, the way he's brought up, like, he sees he's the very well adjusted. Like, he's like, okay, well, that's Well, the, the bigger priority I've here. things to deal ladies with. Ladies and yeah. gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. And, and she also rips her tooth out, which is another thing that, like, for me, like, like, there's some things in movies that bother me. Things like that and fingernail stuff. Yeah. Ew, don't like it. So the pulling out the teeth. Please doesn't like ice, eye stuff. Okay, so what do you think the. So I looked at like dream interpretations of what. Because I know that when your teeth fall change, out, right? that's like a big thing. Uh, a moment of transition, particularly difficult. Renewal, giving birth to something new. Yeah. So painful transitions. Like people who pull their teeth out or that oh, dream imagery. Mm. Is, oh, okay. 
Okay. Let her go. Let her go. I mean, this is like this is literally like internet research. No, here's an alternate theory. They eat a lot of ice cream in this movie. Maybe she's a cat. Okay, I want to talk about the ice cream thing too because I have all these notes about all the times they fucking eat ice cream and what it represents. But so so Carl Jung, the noted psychiatrist, dream analyst. So if you dream about having a tooth or teeth pulled out and you are a woman, the dream symbolizes giving birth, either literally or symbolically, such as giving birth to a new self or project, indicates that you're becoming more aware of your emotions. Oh, interesting. A sign that you are growing into self-discovery, even if at, may, at times it may feel painful. Like, all these things that I read, I was like, oh, totally. So, but, do you think at this point in the movie, because she still goes after Samuel here, you know, and she's still possessed... Is, is I think it like she, there's an internal struggle still? Is that why... She pulls her tooth out right after she kills the dog, and I feel like that to her is like, okay, like, the game has changed. Like, I've just murdered. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a person, and but I, murdered I just... murdered something innocent. I just murdered. Yeah. And so the tooth point, she does that right after. Yeah. It's like, I feel like that's the catalyst, the acceptance that she has to change. That this is real and that yeah, it's okay. affecting her life negatively and that she has changed as a person. Like, But then the next thing she does is to try and lure her son out into the open yeah. with the fact that she's done something horrible. I, think, I, think, I feel like while this is all going on, though, I really think she is like struggling with it, though. Because I think she doesn't want to be the way she is, but she's mm-hmm. like pushing so hard against facing like her grief, yeah, that it's make it's creating this monster, you know. So yeah. well, and then Sam immediately locks her in the basement after that, so which is awesome. Like he goes full out Home Alone on her, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like also, which is like, really I, good at violence. Yeah, like, can we just say like yeah. he's an amazing serial killer ten years, yeah. <laughs> like the um. Because it's he, interesting. He, he tricks her well, and stabs he, her in the leg, too. Well, it, yeah, it's right. He shoots her with his dart gun and he hits her with the croquet ball right in the fucking head. Yeah, and he fucking shouts. He was like, yeah! <laughs> well, like, he's on that shit. And then, yeah, he fucking stabs her in the leg. The old lady comes to the door. You know. That was before. Yeah, that was a little before. Yeah, she came yeah. in it. That part. That okay. I did get a little blurry eyed when she came and she was like, "I love you guys, and I would do anything yeah. for you." It's like so sad. Yeah, she's like well, when he stabs her, she's acting normal, like Evil Dead style. Yeah, like, she's like, "Oh, hey Sam, let's all just like." Oh, she says it's beautiful there. Where your yeah, yeah, she's can, about to choke him out. Yeah, yeah she's like, well, she's... you can meet him in heaven, and he's like. Stab! And then he trips her down the stairs. He does a tripwire, like, set up on the pulley. And then he ties her up, and then she breaks out, and she tries to choke him. Yeah. And she pukes up all his blood. No, 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 no. The face-off water happens. Then she decides. Also, people, I... poked the leaves in the eye yesterday trying to do the face waterfall. She was not having it. I had about half a G&T. Gin So it turns out <laughs> if someone like... doesn't want to be face waterfall <laughs> and, and resists, it's very easy to get poked in the eye. Also, if you don't want to be face waterfall, just like, I'd just go with it. Like, you might get poked in the just eye. Just accept it. Yeah. Just close your eyes and wait for it to be yeah, over. So, yeah, he tied her up in the basement after... Um, yeah, Dispatching he locks her in the basement with her. all her bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> makes her all deal her with dad's, it. Yeah. All his dad's bullshit. It's yeah. all his like yeah. records and shit are down there, yeah. and his suit, which looks like the Babadook suit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, then she like pukes out a bunch of black stuff. Like, it's like, like a like a, like a Jaeger barf, basically. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, it's like it's like darker than that. It's like oh wow. It's like like because every tool it's song, like motor oil. Yeah, yeah. And every tool song sounds like this. Oh, 
It's like 10 minutes long. That was a good call. Yeah. It's like a tool video. Yeah. yeah. Which, can I say, she projectiles all this shit and then he's like right on her ass. Like, yeah. Can you give her a second? <laughs> like, just Let her bag her. He's like, mommy, yeah. mommy. Because like, after I have, like puke like that, I need to like have a solid 30 seconds of spinning. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I love Sam and all. I know he's been through a lot. But that part, I was like, oh. She's a vision of her husband. It turns out, too, like, like his head gets like cleaved in half. Like, yeah. Uh, pretty graphically. Like, if that's how he died, that's, like, really bad. It's, like, like, you don't really see it on TV, but, like, in the video where JFK gets shot, there's a scene where his head, like, fucking blows up on yeah. Jack Yoon. And it's, like, that's, like, fucking, like, pretty terrible. Yeah. Like, it's even more, tri- like, it, bad enough that he dies, but if he gets, like, half his head like cut off. Like a really violent Which, death. they're driving to the hospital together. That's yeah. not good. That's- yeah. It is, like, it slices in half, because it's, like, you don't see that in the beginning. Yeah. You, the car accident, you just assume it's some kind of impact to his head or his yeah. face. You don't know what. And but if he gets half his head cut off somehow. It's like, there's no way he's coming back. But Here's that's also, right after she's she's on the bed and it's moving yeah. right and he's and she's yelling what do you want yeah and that's yeah. when it stops for the first time it's like it just wants to be acknowledged like yeah. this whole time she hasn't acknowledged her grief and yeah. whatever or the monster like right you know as soon as she acknowledges it it stops yeah. it's like it's interesting and that's it, when the whole like when it goes in that the is so that, that whole scene is so awesome when it, it also, she finally stands up for her kid and she goes full like. She does like a whole like get away from her you bitch moment. You know? She's like yeah. leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. She's like she drops an f bomb. Like she says if movie. you if you touch my son again, I'll fucking kill you. And and also and the vibe at this point starts making doom two noises. It actually plays that. <laughs> I said that when we watched it, but it's like the noise the imp makes when you like first yeah. vibe come upon them. <laughs> Yeah, the brown oh. imp that throws the fireball yeah, at you. Exactly. And if you let him get and away. And there's from that you. flash of light where she's screaming, and like, oh. that's supposed to be scary, but to me, it's like, yeah, it's scary, but you survived it. Yeah. Like, she's still right. alive. Yeah. She's not hurt. Yeah. Like, it's scary. It's horrifying. She faces her ultimate fear, but yeah. she's still okay. Yeah. Well, I yeah. point out, too, like, this is a, like, yeah, there should be more symbolism in this movie, but the symbolism that's, <laughs> that's in there is... It's a straightforward monster movie. The yeah. symbolism that's in there is hard to resolve. If you think of it as a, from a writer's perspective, how do you show someone defeating their inner demon? Right. You know, like, like without just making it the exorcist. Which, there's some puking and all that shit, but like, when, when her actually facing off with her own terror, fear, loneliness, anxiety, etc., etc. No, et it's a monster, Brian. It, it's a monster, right? But like... It's just a monster. The, I mean, it works. Yeah. Watching that scene, it's easy for that to fall flat. Yeah. And it, like, people sometimes don't realize how things... Yeah, they're, they're, they're good, they're, but like, they could be just... That could not work at all. But they really, really nailed this movie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then uh, we cut, she's having a birthday party for her son. And the social workers are there, and they're like, are you having a birthday party? The it's most like, idiot social workers. <laughs> worst social workers on the well, planet. Well, can I point out, while that's funny. They say, oh, you're having a party? There's a gigantic banner that says, happy fucking birthday. Yeah. And it doesn't say fucking. It doesn't say the movie. Well, like, the, well, it, it, to point out, though, like, these are the same people the whole time who have been disconnected from these main characters, cannot relate to them, 
are useless to them as far as helping them through their shit. But now it doesn't matter. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, we're having a fucking party. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we needed a few weeks to work some shit We'd out. We love to yeah. say fucking. Like, like... I wish she said that. Touch my son like, again, yeah, I'll fucking, fucking kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I they, it was apropos, though, that, like, they, they had no clue. Right, exactly. Like, yeah. if they changed around, I was like, wow, you must have made such a bond with your son since the last time we saw you. Everything seems so much better. We can really pick up on it because well, now we're not the disconnected too. assholes yeah. that we were the first time. That's only been two weeks. Right, yeah. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> like, there's not a... Like, yeah, there's no measurement of time. Everything's been really abstract, but now they're just down to earth again. Are right. you going to play the hook of that song at that point? What? What's two up? weeks. No. no the Wannabe Hero song? That's a Total Recall <laughs> reference. Oh, I was now. referencing the Wannabe Hero two song. Weeks. Oh. <laughs> no, Get yeah, ready yeah, for a yeah. surprise. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah, yeah, both, to... are, both are appropriate references. I'm yeah. disappointed. Yeah. Then, uh, I have a total recall in this room right now. So then it's like her and you know, Samuel go out to the the, uh, the the backyard and he gets a big pot of like worms and grubs and stuff and she's like, stay out here and she like, goes to feed the Babadook. There's a lot of theory about the worms. Theory what three. What is everyone's theories about I the worms? I feel like... Why is it worms? You gotta know what that thing is. Specifically... That's an interesting Ghost question. See, like, I don't even really think about like the worms so much. Like, if you what take is it, like, that thing? Well, okay, if you take it like literally, like it's like she's feeding a monster, like monster food. If you take it like the I mean, worm thing, like I think what's like cool is like it's like with like depression or something else like that, or like you know a traumatic event. It's like she's not just completely done with it. It's you not never, like a lot yeah. of movies because like a lot of movies from like the eighties. It's kind of like that, like. Like labyrinth to a certain degree, even it's like now oh, we're over that. It's like <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like yep, yeah, because I'm my brother. He's my no, you brother. have to live with. It's grief. like you, yeah. you live with like kind of like your you know your past sins or your past feelings. Or right. it's not so Lost bad today. It's there. not so bad today. Like it's getting much better. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. And it, it's still like Sam stay stay outside because she's acknowledging that like there's a monster that lives in the basement. Like you know, well, and she's honest with him. She's like, I'm gonna like you stay out here. I'm gonna, and when she comes back, he's like, How was it, mommy? Wasn't like, that I, bad today? And she I also says that, when you're bigger, not you're not allowed. Yeah, or get the fuck away from me. Well, and like, that's how adults with mental illness would healthily in, instruct their children like I'm going to the doctor I'm going to my therapist this is what adults do to deal with problems yeah, like yeah. you're honest with them you don't you don't need to tell them details I thought that was like but the the worms thing like I read a couple of theories about why it's worms or, see because for me the simple theory is that that's what monsters eat that's what monsters eat but I'm thinking they're in this garden they're growing these beautiful flowers the worms are the ugly part yet they're oh, necessary for growth yeah so yeah. she's feeding him things that maybe look ugly or gross or that people go ew but it's necessary it's for life. the growth and the beauty yeah. that is it's the yin and the yang yeah yeah that's yeah. interesting and then the kid does like a magic trick and he, like, turns a shilling or whatever the fuck they use for money down there. Shilling! <laughs> it's like, a bird. A pence! Yeah. Which, which again, we were all very impressed by him. Yeah, dude, it was like a real... Where did he find a dove? Yeah, it was He like does a... actual straight-up magic in that moment. Yeah. Like, it's an actual magic trick. I am sure of it. That's <laughs> why I still don't know, like, the magic. Where, like, the, this magic is the theme, but I'm still... We'll have to watch it. Yeah. Half three months, and you bring out your berserker right. goblins. Right, millstone. Yeah, tap your millstone. Yeah. Two extra. Like, cards. I mean, I, I think, I mean, shout if, out to digital. What do people think of magic? Is <laughs> magic is a customizable card game? 
It's a customizable well, it's, collectible it's card. One, it's one. a shortcut and it's a cheat too. I think people believe in magic or hope that magic exists because like well, it's also it'd be creating, wonderful if magic did exist. You could just get like, over here, yeah. <laughs> whatever it is. Well, it's also like creating something that didn't exist through the application of a skill. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you think of dealing with depression or bipolar disorder or anxiety or loss or PTSD, like you kind of have to make a new person of yourself that can, like, and it, and it takes maintenance. It takes constant like application of your will and like knowledge. Like you have to do some heavy lifting. Like, yeah. and I like, you know, it's a, it's maybe a stretch, but to me it's like, you know, you've, you've got this room in your mind where your grief lives and it has to, you have to acknowledge it. You have to feed it. Like you might give it the ugly parts of your life. You might and just it worms. Worms. You might let it. You let it be because you can't deny it. Yeah. But like, you also have. You're responsible for moving forward. This woman never did that. For seven years, never did it, yeah. and just pushed everything away. And now she's just like, it's, it's fine. Well, look at it. You do it when you're bigger. Like I, I like, and this kid's like, fuck it. Yeah. Mom, magic's fun. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I think that it's it's appropriate. In the in the in the sense that it is like, well, you know, have have your innocence, have your yeah. have your view of a better future. Like, think of something for yourself in your future that is good, and then now it's waiting for you. Go, like, go have it. You so, know is I mean? it about like creating your own happiness? Do you well, think you have to be responsible for that. Yeah. Like, like the kid's not gonna create her happiness for her. Right. Obviously, if the first half of the movie. Is her being miserable and seeing yeah. her kid as a problem. I mean, look at how joyful that kid is also. Yeah. But, like, her, she's making it into a miserable experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's not the kid's fault, as we've right. clearly shown. So... Kids to, don't like monsters. They yeah. The kids they they hate monsters. Them. You know what I mean? They can't find worms at the beginning of this. Yeah. They, I mean, she's too busy, yeah. like, rejecting her male suitors and having a horrible sister. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, yeah, I think... I think it. I mean, it is. Uh, it is about dealing with your shit. Yeah. I mean, clearly. No, it's a monster movie. Yeah. No. <laughs> There's no symbolism in it, but if there was, can we talk about the ice cream? Yeah. Please bring the ice cream up. Okay, so they eat ice cream three times in this movie. Uh, when she takes the day off early, when Robbie's like, "Go ahead," she's like sitting on that park bench, just eating ice cream by herself. Uh, when she's when she's trying to. Soothe Sam at the end. She gives him like a gigantic, insane bowl of ice cream. Yeah. Um. I feel like in a lot of movies about these things, it's, it's like drugs and alcohol, right? Like yeah. you see someone go down drugs and alcohol, but like that's um, what would soothe artificially a seven-year-old is ice cream. It's She's like a band aid. Yeah. yeah, it's like a band aid. And like I was a well, child who was yeah. soothed with food. And yeah. my mom admits it to this day. She's like, yeah, if you were crying, I would give you a popsicle and you would stop crying. Yeah. And that's like a temporary yeah. dysfunctional fix on what's really Especially for something you. like, you know, well, yeah. a grieving parent. Yeah. She tried to take it even further and be like, he needs sedatives. <laughs> <Right>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she upped the ice cream. <laughs> yeah. The doctor was like, are you fucking sure? Yeah. She's like, yeah. He's like, okay, I'll give you set of, like a week's prescription. Right. But, like, you need to get, like, real help. Like, some parents yeah. have reservations about it. Yeah, well, some parents give their kids ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're past the ice cream I just find it interesting that she tries to soothe herself with ice cream. Well, she tries to soothe Sam with it. And, and it, again, it doesn't... There's do a pattern, because it, it does, it appears, 
like you said, three times in the movie. So it's definitely purposeful. They're saying something with Well, it, she promises know? him, like, when he's hungry, she's like, you know, and she tells him to eat shit. She's like, I'll get you anything. I'll even get you ice cream. And they're in that yeah. place where he's... I don't think he's eating ice cream even. He's drinking something and all those kids are crazy around him. Like, yeah. And that's not helping either. They're sitting there, kind of this artificial moment yeah. where he's Again, okay for like, a second. So sad. Like, yeah. She's okay for a second. But, like, yeah. all your problems are still waiting for you at home. Like, yeah. this ice cream isn't solving anything. Shit, they're waiting in the car on the fucking ride home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. But I think that's where in in other movies or other films they substitute drugs or alcohol. I think yeah. that's a common, you know, yeah. like a, it's a self medication of sorts. It makes you feel good in the moment, but it doesn't yeah. solve anything. Yeah, it's not like she was like, "Oh, I'll get you some vegetables." Yeah. They have, they have, <laughs> I'll get you some <laughs> antidepressants. Do they have ice cream at the end at the end party? His his birthday party was having. I don't room. remember. What were they? They were just I doing think magic. They, they, were, they were definitely they doing magic. They, they were healthily. Create, they were healthily I think they're eating hummus. This is the part where a lot of times we would talk about like the symbolism or like themes of the movie, but there are none. It's just yeah. straightforward. So. Can we talk a little bit about influence real quick? And, yeah. Uh, uh, she's cited a lot of influences. Like Brian said too, like uh, there's a lot of daylight scares, which and she I read a list that said one of her influences was um Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. Which is like one of the most effective uses of like things being frightening. She's also a big daylight. fan of Saw. Yeah. Is she really? Mm-hmm. She said that she would rather watch Saw than any other like Oscar winning movie. <laughs> Saw was. I didn't really favorite. like Saw that much, but I can definitely sympathize. Like, yeah. by, like well, by and large, John Carpenter, like I said, she said uh, yeah. David yeah. Lynch was her favorite like, director. I mean, like she studied under Lars Van Which Lars Van is pure fantasy. Yeah. Well, it's Look, like escapism. Well, like that, that out. It's it's that it's out in the open. It's like yeah. I mean that that's what's scary about it is like your own anxiety out in the open when you can't ignore it is frightening. Like, yeah, like that's and that's why she's good. No, I, what, I mean I think movie. that's part of like uh, a movie we'll get to eventually, like Dawn of the Dead. Like what works about it is it's like this is like where you go. It's the mall. There's a bunch of. Dead that's the thing. Is, yeah, yeah that's one of the scariest things about this movie. Is she has no one to turn to and nothing she can really do. And by the time things get really bad, it's too late. She doesn't want to call for help. She doesn't want to. Right, and like the only time she tries to is the cops. They like laugh at her. Yeah, it's like you know says something. Yeah, and once she loses control, it's too late. But up before when she was kind of trying to reach out, she didn't. She's have like, hey, sister. You're my flesh and blood. What's, can you give me a hand? She's like, nope, I'm a bitch. So, she's, she's like, I don't have time for your... Yeah. yeah. Like I, she, she says, I ask you about your day all the time or whatever. She's like, I just want you to be okay. It's like, yeah, but that's not, that's not the same works. as like supporting me. Yeah. Right? Like just being like, why aren't you okay? And shaking someone is not the same as like... Get confident. Be better. Yeah. Get over this shit, dumbass. Like, it, that's not so, helpful. <laughs> You know, like sort of the era, like it came out recently. It's an Australian What's movie, 2014. Right? Yeah, yeah, a lot of people Presumably, are talking about right now being like a, the next wave of horror. Yeah, you know, like because there have been some really solid horror movies that have come out in yeah. the last few years. Presumably, they have a prime minister in Australia. Hey, Mr. Prime Minister, Andy. Hi, mate. What's a good word? And the, the <laughs> short film Monster, which is what this is based on, she produced in 2005. So it was almost a 10-year gap between yeah. the idea and then, you know, her initial idea yeah. to, like, what she made this You guys have a very personal movie, too, you know? Now it's time. 
this segment. <laughs> okay. Bonka, 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 bonka. Hottest yeah, titties. Segment things, hottest really. titties. Um, I mean, the mom's pretty hot. Uh, she's not hot in this movie, but you can tell she's attractive. She's a big old butt. I'm I'm bothered by the hottest titties category for this movie, so I just said Mrs. Roach, of course. Uh, <laughs> Mrs. Parkinson. Mrs. Parkinson. <laughs> I, well, or otherwise, like, the other, like... Like you notice her ass? I seriously did oh, not notice her ass. Butt. Oh, she she had a big butt. She had hips and thighs. I don't know about her she ass so much. She was wearing like a loose-fitting yeah. nightgown most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, when, yeah. when she was when she was possessed <laughs> later and are... she was stepping very intently, you could see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys are. I'm like Walter Frey. I know what's going on underneath oh. the clothes. Oh. <laughs> Brian also when he said you could see gestured with his hands as if it were a butt. I'm single. Everybody, I empathize with the struggle of women very carefully, very nuanced. I care about women and that they're going through. Uh, and I also so, like, like hips also and ass. For the record, this category was at least an idea. Yeah. Like, going back to the beginning of the podcast. It's Hottest fucking titties, my, This might be the first ever podcast movie that does not apply. Yeah, it really no, 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 Actually, the, 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 the woman who works with disadvantaged women had nice tits. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those society yeah. bitches. Oh, yeah. Those society bitches, I'm sure, like, yeah, they yeah. had all the high-end frizzers and... Yeah, no, like, in, like, four years, those chicks are going to be at more than Joe's girlfriends, so, like... <laughs> <laughs> Tilted kilt is hiring yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, whatever they got down there, you know? Yeah, pole cats. <laughs> the when I was Tuesdays. coming here, I saw a nice camera. <laughs> $10 Tuesday. Oh, we're going to go there after this. All right, best, uh, best hair. I put Samuel. He's Samuel. Got a big old mop of hair. Oh, dude, it's great. Okay, I said Amelia's hair, and I know it's like a given. But it's a great demonstration of her. As someone who has stick straight, I like boring, no texture hair, she has constant she has nice curls, texture. constant texture. Even when she's fucked up, yeah. her hair looks better than mine. Yeah, Amelia's. She, she does have good hair. Even like when it's like. It's ratted up and she's so frazzled. It's still like you can see, like, there's some. I just want to tussle Samuel all the time. I just want to tussle <laughs> that little guy. I did have Samuel's hair down as well, but I, yeah. I agree with you that Amelia has hair. That's outfit. I put Samuel because, like, also, this is the thing that's, like, really fucking forward to American people. Like, in Australia and, like, England and shit, like, little boys wear suits with short pants. It's like, <laughs> yeah. people do not do that fucking here. Like, right. Like, oh, they wear, like, knee-high socks and, like, pants that come almost to their totally knees. totally normal like, They're like, yeah, it's normal as fuck. It's like, no, it's not. You guys are weirdos. Anyone else? <laughs> can I say the Babadook? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you can say Trash whatever you Mafia want, man. Babadook is sick, dude. Did you, Top hat. Did you feel like Columbine? Did you <laughs> did I get a Columbine feel on? I don't want to draw more symbolism. <laughs> There's no symbolism in this Columbine. movie. No, it's yeah. I was like, is that Derek Klebold? <laughs> or the other guy Dylan no one remembers the other, what was the other guy's name nobody knows uh, I think Dolores it, I think Claiborne it, I think it was uh, Mrs. Parkinson <laughs> um, uh, best outfit anything uh, anything not said that was one of the wives Best outfit. I mean, I I like Samuel's little magic outfit. Oh, yeah, I like, yeah. I, I, I feel said, like it was the one time when he was able to be a kid and he's performing for his dad, and you saw that little moment. And I liked him and his little draws it. And like I said too, like I think it kind of draws a contrast to the Papadook's costume. Like yeah, well, oh, it definitely does. And, yeah, I like, know there was one, one of the only like color things where he could be a kid when he was doing that for his dad, and he was happy doing that. You yeah. know, like and, oh, and Samuel always, always, like you said, um, 
he sees things as they are. He was constantly pointing out to people like, oh, my dad is dead, you know, and he was always trying to confront the grief. And so that makes sense that he would be like a contrast in wardrobe as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have, I also have uh, Samuel's uh, uniform because he's an ACDC fan. <laughs> <laughs> His magic cape with his Michael Jackson glove. I mean, the wardrobe and makeup and all that stuff in general is pretty... I don't want to say minimal. It's not great stuff, it's, it's just understated. understated. Yeah. Oh, the social, the social worker... <laughs> For the viewers at home, we are fist bumping all the time. <laughs> the social Poor worker... Poor cats. Understated. <laughs> who didn't know about birthday parties... Had a very high neck lacy collar. I wrote down as well. Yeah, that's so, yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, best death. I put when like the vision of her husband with that's his head what I have too. Yeah. And it's like it's pretty rough. I will say Oscars, but the first time when he dies in the car, that's fucking brutal. Yeah. Like on the way to giving birth, I can only imagine being panicked about the birth of my first child and contractions and now my husband is dead and I have to crawl. I mean, we don't really talk about like what that must have been like for her after Oh my god. They crashed the car and now now like how did she get to to the point where she had this healthy baby? Like The ambulance took you to the hospital to have your baby while you're grieving your dead husband. No, I'd be like fuck you. Like push. Like screw you. (laughs) Put it back in there. I can't do this. Drugs! (laughs) Drugs! Take it. I don't care. Yeah. Etc. I uh, I have to go with I have to go with Pugsy. The dog. Most, uh, most affecting. Oh yeah. Most definitely. affecting. I can't say that one because I can't watch it, so I don't really know. <laughs> she just snaps its neck. It's yeah. not bloody. Yeah. That's yeah, terrible. I mean, it does drop like a bag of rocks. <laughs> Surrounded in cute, cute the, fur. The, the dogs here are very upset. The, the <laughs> dog murder that happened. Yeah, they're in the not movie. pleased with uh, Scary scene. I put the, like, when she finds the book again, in, uh, oh, yeah. she goes through it and it's like, hey, you're going to murder your dog, you're going to murder your kid, and you're going to kill yourself. Yeah, that's Cause scary. Because, like, the other stuff is, like, after that's scary, but, like, that part's like, hey, this is what's going to happen. It's going to fucking happen. And mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, not all of it comes to pass, but it's like, it kind of like spells out like where this movie's going. And it's well, like, especially because then when you see the dog die, you think like, you know, the trajectory. Yeah. Because yeah. I would almost, I, I would disclaim it by saying first watch, the fir- the scary scene is the first time you read the Bobbitt book is then it's like, holy yeah. fuck, yeah. are you yeah. serious? For sure. But then the, the first time I watched it, the second time they read the Bobbitt, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. What is going on? Like, uh, this is horrifying. <laughs> And, it, and it's still the scariest scene the next every every time I watch it. I, I gotta stick with it. Yeah. It's bad. I have the scariest scene as the fucking hat that drops from the yeah, chimney. Yeah, that's a good jump the scare, too. The thing it's I not dropped. a cheap jump scare. Jump scare. It's no. like a solid one. Yeah, no, there's no, there's no cheap like, jump scares. Yeah. None. yeah. There's no pop out of the closet. That is really scary when the hat. And the I, hat. That's, yeah. that's one of my pet peeves. It's a movie that relies on pop out of the closet. Um, I have... Two of the things I put down... There's a lot of really scary scenes in this movie. Just two that jumped out at me were uh, when the Babadook is in the old lady's house. Because she is so kind and she's like reaching out to her and trying to help her. And... She's, like, been the one person who's truly supported her in this and movie. And I feel like sees her grief. When she yeah. comes, she's like, I just want to know that she you gets know it. that I love you. Like, I, yeah. yeah. And if it can if it can be there, it could be fucking anywhere. And it's like, and what? she's losing control at this point. It affects the people you love. Yeah. She looks out the window and, and sees it on the wall, you know, yeah. on, in the closet there. That's so creepy. Yeah. And um, the scene in the basement with the husband, because, like, 
whenever you lose someone in your life, you usually a lot of times you dream about them, and it's a lot like that, you know, like you're, it's very affecting and upsetting, and like the way she she's so happy to see him, and it's like obviously it's a Babadook trick, you know, it's her grief playing tricks on her, and it's like I guess would it's you like, call it a Baba Ruse? It's a Baba <laughs> When she sees that old lady too, like the Babadook in her house. There was a moment where she's before that where she's washing dishes and she looks at her and there's she's almost there. like wit like yeah there's nothing there but she's almost like wistful like wanting her life like she's she's yeah. has acceptance about her Parkinson's like when she's talking about yeah her she's a widow whatever it is but she somehow managed to overcome all the things in her life and be like okay yeah. and she kind of looks at maybe her maybe she's like, just an old lesbian. And she probably <laughs> wants to hit it. Like finally, no, no, I don't no, have to. I mean, like, she's I don't have to stronger. blow she's this guy. A, she's not a widow. She's she's an old um, lesbian. You're right. Why did I, why would I assume she's a well, then, widow? Or whatever. She's a lesbian doesn't mean she couldn't like be a widow. But she kind of looks at her like, oh, like oh, someday I'll be there. Like someday Dude, I'll get to I was, that point. I was pretending to be woke as fuck, and you just outwoked me. Yeah, yeah. I'm even woker than you, dude. Yeah. Like she could be a lesbian widow. I'm like, oh fuck, I'm an asshole for Baba not three. It's it's one big Baba Ruse, dude. Uh, would you survive? No, absolutely not. I would. Lose I would 100% agree with you. I'd be locked up in uh, an institution. You. I think I'd be okay. <laughs> I don't Are have, I don't have anybody. I don't have a child. Yeah, but that I, thing would find a way for me to kill myself. No problem. Can I tell you that as a woman who has never had children, but who is like of that age where I'm supposed to, by society, have children, the fear of having a child that you do not love or cannot relate mm-hmm. to is like the biggest fear of my life. And that's why when there's, you know, there's all these kind of themes of motherhood and the taboo of like, what if you have a child that you don't love or can't love or can't relate yeah. to like that was something that's like oh my god like no one talks about that like maternal right. maternal instinct right is something you just know like you just have a baby and you're just supposed to instinctually know to care and for it but what if that doesn't click in yeah like the early yeah. parts of this movie were touching on some things a little yeah. bit for me because you don't know like what if yeah. you have a kid that's a fucking asshole like now what do you do <laughs> yeah right. like, it's your and job as a parent yeah. right I mean, yeah but like also like for me like personally like if I have a problem like guys I have a problem like yeah. so I think I'd be okay like in you're this, open right I'd be like, well, you're guys. a self aware adult so mm-hmm. that's something to be yeah <laughs> not a lot of people are I mean, yeah. pretty crippling that was the scariest part for right me, though, pretty like, crippling OCD at times but self aware of it like I can only imagine losing my husband yeah, in a I, tragic accident and then having to deal with. That's the thing. Like, the I literally could not answer this question. No. I, I I don't See, know. I've I never had to go down. I would not a <laughs> road like this in my life. You I know? mean, but it's you have to think of it as a universal adapter. Like this is a thing, is an entity that will play on the worst part of your life and mm-hmm. turn it against you until you go insane. Yeah, See, that's like, its job. That's what it does. Like, and I have so many of those. Yeah. Like, and, and you know, it's, it's like, do you, do you, have you dealt with your shit? Yeah. That's but, the thing. But for me too, like, I, I, I think part of the thing is like, also well, like a, the idea of being battle, like a yeah. widower with, like for me, I'd be a widower with a small child. Like that was kind of how like sitcoms were when I was a kid. So I just assume everything. Like, like different val- strokes. Like so too. <laughs> well, it was always like the thing in sitcoms. It was like, well, like, that can't be divorced. So he's a widower. <laughs> Like, <laughs> like that's a good point like full yeah. house a shitty show but like widower my three sons like that's older but like it was always like oh he's a widower it's not 
There's no back to course. Silver Spoon. This, yeah. is, this, is, this, is, this is Dan's research, by the way. Yeah, it's like pulling out. Like, the, the so like, that we grew up with, it wasn't like the family's divorce. That was never the scenario. It was like Someone's later on. It was dead. more like it was like in the nineties, like Grace Under Fire and stuff like that. Was like Grace Under Fire. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. It was like Dude. it's like wow. It, it's like like what happened to her? Brad was Butler? Murphy Brown divorced? No, she was never married. Yeah, I don't yeah, think. I think she, she was, was married to her at some work. point. But like, uh, I think she, she divorced. I think I thought that, she was unmarried because like Dan like, Quayle was divorced. taking mad shots at her. Saying oh yeah, that when she, she had like, a really kid, America. Well, she yeah. chose to have a baby. She chose to have unmarried. a baby unwed. And yeah, she chose. Yeah, like, <laughs> she didn't receive a baby. Yeah, yeah <laughs> she didn't align herself with a man to have. Also, Dan Quayle's a fucking moron. So fuck that. Where's Dan Quayle now? That's what I don't know. Okay, something I've always wanted to do. Sign up before we get to the end of the show. There's a Dan Quayle vice presidential library in Indiana, and I really want to go. <laughs> I'd be happy to make that road trip with you. I'd be happy. All right. How big is how big could that museum possibly well, be? It's yeah. dedicated to all vice presidents, I guess. Again, how big? Could that be? <laughs> well, yeah. If they were real talent, they'd be president. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. He's rethinking his visit. No, no. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. They're going to be having. It's in Indiana. My, yeah, that's he. He was a senator or some shit from Indiana before okay. he was vice president. I like it. Uh, so, is this movie better than Friday the 13th Part 4? I say yes. Uh, yeah. You know, it was a tough call because they're both kind of like the same kind of straightforward monster movie, I think. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to say that this was better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how many machetes do you give it? The scale I made up. What's the scale? How many? Five or four? Out of five. five. Out of yeah. five. Okay. Um, for the record, again, I made up the system. Uh, and I like that you could pull out <laughs> my thing I made up. No, but, you uh, you were resistant to it and did not participate in it at first. I think I give this movie... I'm going to say... Accounting for personal taste. 4.25 machetes out of five. That's a Brian answer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm giving it four and a half. I think I'm going to out-Brian your Brian answer. Uh, which is that this quarter. movie has no symbolism. <laughs> and machetes are a symbol of one's involvement oh my God, in a movie. Even... However, Netflix gave this movie two out of five stars. Which is stupid. Which is okay. Stupid as shit. Okay. So I'm going to in, in, in homage to the, the stupidity of rating systems, not your system, but just in general, since we don't have a symbolic rating system, I'm giving this it two is, machetes is... out of five. But I love this movie. Brian, get out of here! With you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just going with Netflix. Brian, said. get out! There's no symbolism in this movie, Elise. Or have you not been paying movie. attention? This, this, this widow is terrorized monster. by a monster. No symbolism. <laughs> no straightforward. It's absolutely straightforward. All rating systems are defunct. Two machetes out of four. This is my mockery. This is me not voting Two? because the system is corrupt. Two. He, it's a five. It's a corrupt system. It's a corrupt system, so I won't. Netflix user gave it a Because I won't support it because it's not going to make a difference. That's how. Yeah. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this chance to have a cheap shot at non-voters. Yeah. <laughs> Melanie, would you like it's to give, tumultuous time give a sincere? Well, I'm a couple of Bloody Marys deep. But yeah, I'm me gonna, too. Incidentally, I'm gonna say we're, we're four gonna go blow blow. and three A stars. Nice. Or four point three seven five oh, for the uh, people, system? mathematicians living machetes. in machetes. No machetes. <laughs> Your rating system. Out of machetes. Yeah. There's um, no, no symbolism. 
right. simply, <laughs> simply for the fact that it's refreshing to see this kind of story in cinema where uh, it's about how much money you can make and how many explosions and how much Vin <laughs> Diesel you can get into movies. Like, I'm all about... And if you can have a 50-mile yeah. runway. Just for the simple... <laughs> a, a for, for the palette, for the fact that she didn't rely on, like, cheap CGI. It was all, like, in-camera tricks uh, and steady cam and that kind of stuff. Like, for yeah. the technical achievements, storytelling achievements... The only thing that held 4. It back, 3, yeah. yeah. The only thing that held it back from 5 is not enough symbolism. Right. <laughs> Not enough titties. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm Daniel Ryan, Professor Wolf on Twitter. You can follow me there. I'm in a comedy group with Brian, actually, Big Daddy Child. Check out our shit on Facebook or YouTube. Yeah, we like getting notifications for stuff we haven't done in 10 years. So. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and get a look. 20 something Ninja Turtles. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out. It's good stuff. I mean, to be perfectly frank, but yeah, it was a while ago. Can I? I don't have anything to plug. Yeah. All right. Just keep listening. Yeah, keep it spooky, folks. Thanks. Watch me wallabies feed, mate. Watch me wallabies feed. They're a dangerous breed, mate. So watch me wallabies feed all together now. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. Tie me kangaroo down. Tie me kangaroo down.